Views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the one, the only, greatest podcast about wrestling ever. Six stars on a Meltzer scale. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring live here on PodcastDetroit.com. We are the ring crew. Zeke. Smiter the Mighty. Orlando. Callie. And of course, me, Mikey. Uh, The champ Joe is out this week. Uh... He's on that Cena schedule. Yeah, he's on the Cena schedule. He won the belt, and he hasn't been here two of the three weeks he's won. So it's more of a Brock schedule. Well, you know, uh, depends. You know, he's not going to be here next week. Yeah, but Joe's still passionate about podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. See, couldn't couldn't do that laugh to test the mic, could you? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So yeah, Joe won't be here next week. He will be here. To discuss the Royal Rumble picks, uh, the show right before the Royal Rumble. We do have his picks for the uh, WWE United Kingdom Championship Tournament that's going to be hailing from London this Saturday at 3 p.m. on the WWE Network. Uh, Breaking news or not? maybe not breaking news. When was that posted? Probably like an hour ago. All right. So within the last couple hours. About the uh, prediction for uh, Hall of Fame? Yes. Yep. That was this morning. This morning. All right. So talking this morning, uh, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame ballot. You know, we had a a lengthy conversation about it last week. We said because DDP was originally announced, and then we said, who do we think should go over it? Some of us were saying Daniel Daniel Bryan. Others were saying uh, different names. Uh, Z, you found that uh, per the Wrestling Observer. Wonder who runs that? Yep. Six star. <laughs> uh, tell us who they are saying should be going in for this Hall of Fame class, 2017. All right, so there's DDP, Rick Rude, William Regal, Christian, the Nat- Natural Disasters, and IRS. All right, that's a decent class, actually. Yeah, I like Christian uh, going in. IRS is a good good call as well. Natural Disasters, uh, Regal too. That is and a Regal. solid mid card class. Yeah, yeah, but. It, there's also there's also been a speculation that the Undertaker may headline this class as well, like they're gonna give him the, the Flair treatment where Flair was actually still active when he went in, mm-hmm. which would make sense. Again, we you know we discussed it last week. It's, he's has a career, one hundred percent has a great career. Uh, I could see it one hundred percent him going in as the headliner, but but I say that's only speculation at this point, right? I think it'd be nice though. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. 
I, I don't think he goes until the year after he's done. Yeah, I think after, I mean, if this is his last mania, he'll be in next year's class. <laughs> Hogan went in and then came back for another year. I mean, look, that's Hogan. Hogan's a completely different fucking animal. You know, uh, it's, he has always been, it's just, if he gets cleared, they let him wrestle. You know, I mean, there's still talk that Daniel Bryan could wrestle at Mania. And I after SmackDown, I'm 100% still calling it. Miz is going to win the Rumble and challenge for the IC belt, especially after the promo he gave to, before going into the Rumble. I just... I just think it, man. I just, for some reason, my heart. I feel 2016 like, to be the year to. You know how uh, going to be missed. You made Baron that. Corbin. You know how you made that bet with uh, Smitty for five bucks uh-huh. about Baron Corbin. I would like to take your bet on the Miz for five bucks. <laughs> it was 50, well, I made it way. for fifty. <laughs> <laughs> we can go five though. Well, I'm a little cheaper than Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> we can go five. I just, I mean, that's right now. I think I do. I. Think that's gonna happen? Yes. Am I positive? No. Fuck no. But I think to that be would fair, be an amazing story. I also think this is the first rumble in a while where there isn't like a for sure guy. Right. A lot of people are saying Taker now. But my thing about this rumble right now, they're advertising all these older guys. The only people, only younger guys you see in this rumble right now that have advertised themselves are Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and those are guys you Strum, know the, the new Strum, day. So Biggie and Xavier Woods. But you really not, you know, Kofi's not winning. You know, they're not going to put, they're trying to look for something bigger for Strowman and Corbin for Mania. They're, those are guys that you're not going to see win Rumble. So now the speculation is, oh, it's going to be either Ballard's either coming back and winning or it's going to be one of these older guys that really has been pissing people off when older guys win a Rumble now. Baron Corbin's going to be one of the final four men in the ring. I can see Just that. Just because of the angle they're building up with the WWE Championship and him and. You sure they didn't just bury him when they had Cena go over? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we almost went into something. I don't, I don't, I don't Way think, too early. I, I don't think they did, but we can talk about that when we get to SmackDown. Definitely, for sure. So the Hall of Fame class, is there anyone that you'd uh, prefer to see going in than the class? Or in addition to, like, maybe a new, maybe an actual... Johnny Lauder. All right. So, yeah, we're just going to stick with the China Isn't thing. Isn't Johnny Lauder already in there? No. No. no? They, they, Jerry the King. Oh, no, I'm okay. Triple H went out of his way and said, because of her porn background, that she doesn't want he doesn't want kids searching her and finding porn, which is bullshit because you know, there's lots of other things that you can find if you search a lot of those. Hall of (laughs) yeah, like Sunny, right? At this point, is doing Skype sex sessions pretty much, yes, and Uh, she's in, yeah, but put her in under her legal name and not don't use China. I don't know. It's up to them. It also kind of seems cheap that they didn't do it while she was alive. But anywho, difference. Right. Right. Who who should they put in besides China? Uh, I, Rick Rude was the first person that I was yeah. like, this guy's left out. Um, now, Foley, maybe. Um, Rough Foley. I mean, there's a lot of people that are like currently active you could put in and this or that. They got a lot of the big names out of the way in the last couple of years. A lot of the people we were saying a couple of years ago were like, oh, it's not legit until they get this person. And it seems like they got most of them now. All Unless I'm forgetting some, I'm, I was, we're forgetting I'm still some. saying Foley. Is Muda in there? Great Muda? No. Muda should Muda be is there. not in there. Huh? All right. Z, anyone for you? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I thought Rick Rude, and he's going in. So, I am I mean, the guy I wanted to go in is going in. But I'm looking at this class, and mm-hmm. I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Of the six candidates, who mm-hmm. is the least deserving? IRS. No, Christian. I'm quick. sorry. I, I want to say, like, as much no, as I like Christian in ring, 
what does Christian really yeah, do? Yeah, Christian career? had a long. Oh, he's one of the greatest he, tag teams of all time. Yeah, not yeah. just that. He's had a long run and he held a lot of belts. IRS was just a mid card for about two or three years. It really wasn't uh, that but big it, of a run. But IRS is also one of those guys that he took, like, what we always say you make chicken salad, chicken shit. How many other guys do you besides Mike Rotunda you know could have got the. The tax guy over. I don't know how many tax gimmicks I've ever been. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. But but I'm just saying, out of everybody in there, I like RS. I, I like the gimmick. I, I thought he did well with it. But I'm just saying, I don't even think that's necessarily a Hall of Fame. Uh, he shouldn't be there, I don't think. there's. He's the Coco Beware entry. We're like, I don't think Coco Beware should be there either. They were mm-hmm. stars in their time, but they weren't Hall of Famers. Like I, th- I feel like they're a little too lenient on what is and isn't Hall of Fame. Right. It's kind of like... Uh... You know, I when I think of sports and their Hall of Fame things, it's like I like how the Wings do it. You know what I'm saying? There's very few banners up there for numbers, but whoever it is is a name that you go, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Now, granted, I get this is a spectacle. It is a show among the shows. It happens, uh, and honestly, it have. Is it still going to happen the night before WrestleMania? Always night before. Always. And it's going to be exclusively on the network this year. Which is fine, but my question is... They'll probably do it Friday or something. Yeah, I'm thinking it might do Friday. Saturday is going to be NXT uh, TakeOver. Because I'm trying to remember what happened last year. So it might be Friday, Friday Hall of Fame. I thought the Hall of Fame was before NXT. It may be. It might be. It was. Last year was before. Which I think you cut the time then. They cut the time. Yeah, which is silly. If they're going to put it on network, it's probably going to be Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You give everyone something to do. Quick question. WrestleMania weekend. Who do you think it does IRS? Will it be Bray or will it be Bo? Both. No, I don't think it'll be either of them. Yeah, I don't think so either. Just because uh, Bray's too in character. If they have Bo up there, it's going to look weird without Bray. So I, I would think it's going to be somebody altogether different. Maybe uh, Rick Martel, what's he doing? He should or, be uh, in there before IRS. <laughs> or Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> what about Ted DiBiase? Yeah, maybe Ted DiBiase. Money. Yeah, uh, yeah DiBiase is a really good, smart choice. But yeah, the model Rick Martel should be in there before fucking uh, IRS. Ah, fucking IRS. I don't even think the model should be in there, though. No, I don't either, but I mean, if we're throwing out random mid-carders from the 90s. Who do you think they're going to put in the celebrity wing? Because that's not on there. There's always a celebrity wing. Yeah. It was Snoop Dogg last year. <laughs> was it Snoop? I, I thought it was Schwarzenegger last year. I swear to God, Snoop. they they just pick any celebrity that did one thing. Bob Barker. So I, I have no idea. <laughs> Bob Barker, what, what if... Okay, twist of events. What if they put The Rock in the celebrity wing? Oh, <laughs> he goes in, in there a, twice. Wow. Flair's in there twice. You could see. I could see it though. Like I know for a while they were talking about doing matches and like iconic moments into the Hall of Fame. I don't think they're doing that this year. But but they were. That was a talk that they were going to do that for a while. There's a six star match they could put in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, planting the seeds. <laughs> uh who do I think is the least deserving? Yeah, I agree. IRS is the least deserving. Uh, but against, uh, see, I don't want to say he's not like fully. I I, I don't want to say that he shouldn't be Hall of Fame because even was, as a kid, I still remember I don't, IRS. I don't think he should go in as IRS. I think he should go in as Mike Rotunda. So I, I I like the Varsity Club. Like I like I did too. I like the shoot style. You know, Mike Rotunda mm-hmm. from you know Varsity Club and whatnot. I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind the IRS gimmick, but it was a mid card gimmick, and he was a good wrestler. So, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. Um, my guy was uh, William Regal. You don't really think he in there because here, no, here's the thing: this is the WWE Hall of Fame, not the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. So, 
Regal didn't really do. I mean, he was a good worker, but he was nothing but a mid card guy. Three time European champion. Now all over all now. Hey, I think I think he has a solid argument. And Smitty, I know you're trying to be surprised by William Regal, but you thought Christian (laughs) didn't belong. Christian has way more belts to his reign to his name than Regal. Okay, so his three titles that that Christian won WWE multiple time tag team champ was it nine times? He also was the world heavyweight champ, world heavyweight champion, and everything else. ECW champ. Was the Intercontinental champion a few times? The ECW champ. He was the European champion. Shit. Okay, but William Regal hasn't held half the belts we just named. Yeah. He's held the European title. So I if mean, your argument he, is off had the belts, I, mean, well, he, I don't think that's He was virtually, in his time at WWE, he was a jobber. I mean, not saying that jobbers shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but if we're putting jobbers in the Hall of Fame, why is the Brooklyn Brawler not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, well, because there's a lot of weird stories about <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's gone. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, he... William Regal is one of the best wrestlers, world-renowned, great worker, everything like that. But his time, his career in WWE is, I don't think, is Hall of Fame worthy. Now, if you putting it all together as a package, that's a completely different story. But if you do that, guys like AJ Styles should be considered for the right. Hall of Fame. I, and, I, you know, as we think about this, there are other guys that should be probably in the Hall of Fame before guys like that. RVD. I'm thinking, you know, he's not really active Sabu. anymore. Sabu. Taz. Uh, maybe Taz. Taz had a kind of a weak run in WWE, so. But is, if, you, if you're going about, like, all yeah, around. But yeah, but see, weird. if I was going to put Taz in, I'd put him in as an announcer. No. No. I'm, no. no I'm, I mean, not high on my list, but if he ever went into the Hall of Fame, it should be as an announcer. I'll be honest. I, th- I think that's a slap in his face. Slap in his face. The fa- not the fact that WWE does own the ECW library. They own footage. They own everything that was ECW. So they have Taz in his prime. Right, but I got to go back and rewatch it. And that was for, at the time, a different You tell me you're not going to go back and rewatch IRS stuff? I have. See? that It's, it's not like you're, it's a problem. You'll do it. Well, right. You know, and. Because Taz was a fucking monster yeah, in ECW. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm. I mean, but that wasn't my argument. My argument was more so William Regal. I, Are I the British Bulldogs in yet? No. Is, is Dynamite in? No. Dynamite's not in. Dynamite Davey Kid's Williams. not in there? They, no. they, they, need, is they need them in. Uh, that That's another. Okay, if we're tossing out names, those are another couple guys. That well, Davey is already in. Davey is, right? Yeah. Did they do him? When, yeah, British Bulldog. recently. Right? British Bulldog no? went in within the last five, six years or so. Is British Bulldog even in? I don't think he is. Yes, he is. I don't think so. Rich Bulldogs. And I don't think they've done Owen yet. Or did they no, do the Owen's not in. They don't do Owen Fam- because of family. his wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, I mean, if anyone deserves it, Owen Hart. I mean, yeah, that's, but that's the reason I didn't bring up Owen. It's like we already know the, the family tie-ups between, with uh, WWE. No, David Boy Smith is not in the Hall of Fame. There you go. That's British Bulldogs, Bulldogs, both of them, yeah. need to be in the Hall of Fame. That is ridiculous that they haven't been in there yet, but the Bushwhackers are. Yeah, what the fuck? I love the Bushwhackers. Well, I, I got a video of me in my the LOD when I'm five years old walking around my house in the Bushwhackers. But <laughs> is the LOD in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, they are. I don't yeah, know. Was that like last sure. year or the year before? No, they've been in for a while. Now. I don't think so. Yeah, because um, anyway, they, they went in when like, Hyder, like Animal and Hawk went in when Hydrant was part of the uh, of that group. That was back in what 2004. It was a while ago. Uh, anyways, yeah. So there's a lot of people you could say. Are more deserving than a few of these picks, but this is still a solid class. Yeah, they just need a headliner. Oh, I forgot Trump's in the Hall of Fame. I didn't forget that. What? Donald no, Trump's in the no. WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, celebrity wing, celebrity yeah. wing, baby. We got that Hall of Famer. Uh, no, Dynamite Kid's not in either. Yeah, I, I know, know Dynamite Kid wasn't. I thought yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah, I think they're scared to put him up on stage. 
<laughs> what, in a wheelchair? What is he no, going to do? No, he's fucking nuts. You ever heard him? What about Luger? Luger's not in either. Oh, yeah. Luger should be in there, too. I'm surprised JBL's not in it, dude. We all mentioned Vader last week, too. Vader's not in it. I know Vader's yeah, Vader. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Luger's definitely not in There's it. There's a lot of people like Demolition's it. not in it. Is Sid? Psycho Sid should be in there, Oh, too. Demolition may go in as a late entry. Didn't Sid go in last year? Sid, no, Sid's not in. Sid needs to be in there, too. King Kong Buddy's not in. Yeah, Rick Martel's not in. Steiner, King Kong neither Bundy of the Steiner should. brothers. Yep. Yeah, they're scared to put the Steiners so, up. So. If the Steiner goes up, it's going to be the Steiner brothers. It won't be just one of them. Yeah, I know. Oh, but they're, yeah. they're terrified of uh, Steiner <laughs> as a shoot. <laughs> what he might say. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll be yeah, honest. He's, he's got I'm, one of his sick promos. I'm very, very uh, surprised that they haven't tried to put Bischoff in there. Yeah. I think it's a controversy that surrounds Bishop. The reason they won't do it—that's why you put him in, though. And that's the case to put Vince Russo in. No, no. Russo's no, just no. a writer, dude. Like, what? and Vince Russo doesn't have like the respect like that. Like, he's not on the same level. And Vince Russo never beat Vince McMahon for like eighty-two weeks in a row. Yeah, like you put you put Bischoff in. Dude. There's a reason Bischoff should go in there. What about James Cornette as a Jim manager? Garnett? He should be in there as a manager. Yeah. I think a lot of the managers, they, they don't really put too. a lot of managers in. But. Mr. Fuji went in last year. He, and Heenan. And uh, Paul Bear's in there, right? Bear's yep. in there. He yep. went in the year he died. His kids inducted him. Yeah. See, um, I was on the last show ever with Paul Bear, by the way. Really? <laughs> I wow. swear. Yeah. Dude, he died like four days later. Did you get to talk to him? Yeah. That's awesome. very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> about what? Just wrestling. Like wow. he, he comes in wearing a Hawaiian shirt because that's what I picture Paul Bear wearing. And uh So I he was in somebody's match. They were doing like a casket match and like he brought the casket out full character and stuff. But like backstage he was just a really bitter old guy in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he was cool though, but yeah, he he died a few days like like three or four days after that because he was so bitter. Yeah, you see <laughs> we're going stress, to Madness, man. Lou Albano's oh. in there. Sensational Sherry's in. So is Miss Elizabeth. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Paul Elring. Kind of forget the great Paul Elring. Yeah, not really. Uh, <laughs> the guy managed LOD for most of their careers. Okay, so. Anyways, Hall of Fame is so debatable. You know, that's that's the yeah. Thing. It's a very very debatable. And it's not even like in a place. It's just you know an imagined Which is sad. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Why don't they have a place? Uh, you know, I, there's been rumors of that too. It'll be in Connecticut. Right about that no, and, and that's fine. Just they don't have an actual like building, building. with you know pictures like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just like right. they're supposed to though. Like that's the idea is that they're. There's been like talks of that they, happening. They too make for all like those. Years. Tr- they make all those trophies. You know, each person who's in the Hall of Fame has like that bronze statue or whatever. But where do they put it? Plus, you could have interactive things. You can make oh, it yeah. like a thing. Make a WWE Hall of Fame museum. And there's dorks like us who would go and so. make the admission <laughs> nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, make the admission nine ninety nine. I could see that too. One hundred percent could see that too. Uh I, I, I mean, so we got about we got about I want to say sixty plus people in it. I mean, just wrestlers. Oh, wrestlers? Probably more. Well, I'm looking at this right now. And well, no, it's about it, star- six pages. it started with Andre, I believe, and like er- right. early on, they only put like one or two people in. It was yeah. just like in the 2000s when they started putting like seven people in. Right. But still, yeah, just in the 2000s, last 10 years, they put almost 10 people in like every year. So yeah. that's like a, 
So it's probably oh yeah. So yeah, I'm, probably, I'm looking at this. There's about twenty a page. There's like six pages. So we're a little. We're almost. Yeah, it's got to be about one hundred twenty. Yeah. No, it's one hundred twenty for wrestlers. And it, there's re- and this. I don't even know if this is women involved in this. Uh, I'd have to go to like to see you know, May Young and Mula area. Pat Patterson, Paul Bearer. Yep, these are all people that are in it. Obviously, so I, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's a very debatable subject. It's it's a subject that. A lot of people also find very fucking uh, uh, divisive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it, there's certain things. If the other person shouldn't be in there, what the fuck you mean? I mean, you know, like, whoa, calm down. Well, hey, look oh, at that's look what happened. Celebrity wing in general. Yeah, look at me and you with our angle talk last week. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of Angle growing up, so I didn't really think he was that good. And then when I went back and watched him, I was like, yeah, he's pretty good. He, he literally he's, walked in here and said, "You're right. He's pretty okay." Yeah, he he thinks he thinks I'm just right about him being good, but he's eventually going to say, "You know what? He's better." He's no, one of the he, best. he's he's up there with my he's Michael's level. Oh, he's mind. now third on the list, thinking practically, like best mm-hmm. on the mic and wrestling wise, and he may have cracked my top ten list of just my personal favorites of all time. So, I say Angle's up there with Michael's. I'm sorry. That's fine. Know, and yeah. that is your For opinion. Z's personal Hall of Fame. That's pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably first ballot Hall of Fame right there. That that uh that uh that building. Yeah, Kurt Angle hard. Hall of Fame too. You know, I, I well, say hey, Kurt Angle my, does come back. My this Hall year. of Fame is just as real as the WWE. So. <laughs> <laughs> if Angle does show back up at like the Rumble or something like that and then go through, I totally see next year Kurt Angle headlining the WWE Hall of Fame. Do you guys think Omega will be in the Rumble? Well, Omega no. just did another. He just did another. Were, were we going to talk about that? Yeah, we're because we're going to go into Wrestle Kingdom eleven uh, shortly. Uh, well, I, I meant the whole John Cena Instagram post and shit like that. Oh, that's what? right. Yeah. Oh no, I forgot about that. Cena post and, and, the, and the fact that he still hasn't signed. Why with don't New you Japan. guys explain that? Yeah. To some <laughs> of our other listeners. <laughs> In Cali. Explain to our listeners. In Cali. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, John Cena sometime last week posted a picture of Kenny Omega on his Instagram. If you guys remember from last year, he did the same thing before the Rumble, and it was of AJ Styles, and AJ Styles came out. It also so happens that he has not re-signed with New Japan yet, and his current contract expires with New Japan on the 31st. So it would actually be two hmm. days after the Rumble. So I don't know if he could make an appearance. But did you read his uh, retort to Cena's statement about, um, about the WWE title? No, nah, I, I did not. I just caught the article. But pretty much Omega retorts talking about how to, he would he, going to WWE, he would be selling out. And that was a little bit before that. He said he, like, uh, well, he wants to be the best person. talking about the WWE title. like the WWE title means nothing anymore because it's passed around like a Cracker Jack toy. Pretty much. Okay, I see it. Here we go. Uh, Sports Illustrated has a new interview with Omega, who discussed his loss to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 11, which we'll get into. Uh, on John Cena posting Omega's photo on his Instagram this past weekend, he goes, quote, John Cena is one of the great WWE talents that I respect the most. If I were to end up there, working with someone of his caliber would certainly be a goal and jive with my mission of changing wrestling. I'm glad to be on his radar, but I haven't made any decisions regarding my future yet. Uh, his future in tweets stating that he was stepping away from Japan. I, f- wow. I fear that everyone has taken my words too literally. Yes, I'm out of the country and off of shows, but I haven't signed any new contracts yet. After such a huge loss, I didn't want to just hang around and take part in a meaning in meaningless matches. I'm only interested in changing the business, so I'm thinking carefully about what's next. Yeah, I mean, I don't think 
that was him ripping into it. I mean, if he's, no, it was something else I was reading. There is another quote, but I don't know how recent if it's from the same period. I know what Smitty's talking about. It's about the WWE title. And he talks about the IWGP title meaning more than the WWE title. Yes. Oh, I could totally see that. It's it's in a program. I mean, you know, we're going to get into them later, but there's a reason that there are so many New Japan Pro Wrestling matches that are just so high up on the charts of what people like for wrestling. You know, it's it's welcome not, to the dark side. It's it's not well, yeah, I could, and that's why I said it. Like we when I said you guys want to talk about the Wrestle Kingdom, I, we wanted to watch it, and we've and it's not so much the dark side. It's we when we first started this back on that old network, we said. You know, the goal is to move forward, to not just talk WWE, to not make this a main point show. Hence why last week, even though I was, you know, dealing with stomach issues uh, through all that. Explosive diarrhea. uh, There was a reason I switched the format up of how we go about the matches. You know, I mean, because think about it. We all basically have around the same two or three highs. You know, there's six of us. You know, so there's no reason to go into six different highs. There's no reason to go into six different lows. We could talk about a show, get a couple highs out of the way, a couple lows out of the way, give a rating and go on. But that leaves more room for other things to talk about. And that was the point of it is we should be moving forward just like the wrestling industry is because this is honestly complete 100% full shoot. This is of all three shows that I have. This is the most active on social media. Not just what you guys post, but in responses and everything on there too. Yeah, so, I, I see that little gauge at the bottom. It says yeah. this has reached two hundred and eighty-five people or three hundred, and it just keeps going up and yep, up and more up. and more and more. And so, therefore, to truly become what I would like it to be, the greatest wrestling podcast of all time, six stars, six stars. <laughs> Which means we have to branch out. We got to start. We stuff have like to cover Underground. Stuff we got to yeah. cover New Japan I, ROH. I definitely want to hit New Japan and ROH. I'm not sold on Lucha Underground yet, just because it's not really making full waves yet. I mean, it's good. I, I watched still, it. It's like technically, even though in the third season, they're still kind of in their infancy because right. they're, they're, they're not on a big network. They work with what they have. Mm-hmm. I agree. Does this mean I got to get the New Japan Network too? No, you don't have to. That's okay. what Joe's for. Okay. Get his login. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would never encourage things like this nature on our podcast. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, th- it was three days ago Except that Cena posted the uh, picture of Kenny Omega, and it was just no caption, no anything on it. Um, he says, uh, according to this article, on his Instagram account, John Cena posted a photo of Kenny Omega. On this account, Cena only sends out photos without any explanation. In the past, he's been known to post other wrestlers, AJ Styles, Undertaker, CM Punk, to get wrestling fans buzzing. Which, you got to remember, the one time he did post CM Punk and everyone was like, oh, and nothing ever came it of it. It was Shane so, McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's... Which was even a, probably even a bigger pop than we would have got if Punk came in Detroit. Yeah. And then apparently he posted another one that just uh, the next day, a photo of Kenny from South Park that just says, I am Kenny. You know, so I mean, you never know. You never know. Obviously, we've always said, if you know the business, never say never. Because there's so much talk about all these other things. And the whole, I want to be the best and never entered the WWE could all just be at work. Or at the same time, I mean, okay, let's, let's talk to you, Orlando. You, let's say you go which you should 100% go on this major run, right? You're going to go on this major run. You start just that easy. Well, you you see, that's, that's why it's going to happen because you don't think it's going to happen. Then boom, that's when things happen. So you go on a major run, you get pulled into other promotions. You become, you go into ROH, do mid card, right? You really, you do really well. 
All right. Uh, and then you get eyes. And then all of a sudden someone says, I might want you to come to WWE. Now, at the same time, during this run, you go into the mindset of I'm fucking running things the way I want to run them. This is my business. I'm My character's not going to be touched with. Do you take the WWE money, even though you're set pretty well with ROH? Maybe even obviously they have a uh, working relationship with New Japan. So they send you to Japan. Well, let me be the first to bust your bubble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, first off, uh, Ring of Honor pay is not very great, mm-hmm. especially as an undercard guy. I've had mm-hmm. a lot of friends who work there, and you'd be surprised on how little they make. And even if their contract guarantees they get paid 300 a show, they might actually only get paid 100 And I have a friend who had a really bad situation with them and really, really wanted out of his contract, and he went out of his way to finally get let go. Um, <laughs> oh, I, we, so can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. He don't. Uh, for people that follow Ring of Honor, all this guy named TD Thomas who was there for a while. Uh, I helped train him. He's like one of my best friends in wrestling. But he hated Ring of Honor. He hated being there. He hated dealing with them. He hated the pay. And he had a situation where he was having to pay child support. And because of his Ring of Honor contract saying he was going to pay three hundred a show, he had to pay a lot more money than he was actually getting paid from them. And so he couldn't wait to get out of his contract. And also he hated it there because, he, yeah. you know, he's a fucking real fighter. He's an MMA fighter trained with, like, George St. Pierre and... Uh, GSP. And, like, the Shamrocks. And he's a Golden Gloves boxer. And he had to go there and deal with fucking Roddy Strong trying to make fun of him. And he would whoop Roddy Strong's ass. And there's a lot of cool stories I'll tell maybe off the air about him kind of punking out Roddy Strong <laughs> and a couple other <laughs> things. So, so anyways... He hated it, and a lot of people hate it because you really don't get paid a lot of money there. The only guys that do are your top guys, like your Elgins and stuff like that, who have been there for a while, or more like your main event caliber. And even still, you're only getting paid probably about seventy-five grand. So that's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of money. Now you can make a lot from your mid card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. yeah. You know, but WWE's starting contract isn't much better either. If you it's want, like one hundred and twenty, sure. I believe. No, it's less. It's uh, <coughs> about sixty thousand. Okay, mm-hmm. is for like the developmental NXT guys. Now, if you're coming in and you already have name value, they might offer you more. Right. It seems like business is changing, but a lot of those guys they also pay their own room and board. People don't realize that too. So you're on the road, and yeah, you're getting paid per night, so you're getting bonuses and stuff, but. A lot of that money is going to hotel rooms. You got to buy gear. You got to spend your own food. You got to cover your own medical costs. Um, So a lot of that stuff, unless you make it in any of these companies, you're not making any real money. So being a mid-card guy or a lower-card guy anywhere is never the goal because you're not going to make enough money to sustain that. You can't retire off of that. At some point, you'd have to go back into the regular job force. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, a whole another embarrassment, right? Because then people know who you are. But now you're the guy that works at Kroger. You Michael know I mean? <laughs> You know, so. <laughs> Michael, really? <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, to burst your bubble, that's the reason why it's hard to say, like, oh, you would do this. You'd, you got to really think about what's best for you right then. Mm-hmm. And you got to try to make as much money as you can. So, I would, if I was him, he's got a name value. They're going to give him a decent kind. Con- I would go to WWE and try to make as much money as I can right now. Because he might not have that offer in five years, you know. You know, I could see him going. He's, I mean, he's younger than uh, a lot of the guys that they're pushing in the main event right now, Styles. Uh, Miz. Miz. You know, he, and he's younger, and he's definitely, I mean, charismatic. And he, if you watch Kenny Omega, there's a reason you know who Kenny Omega is. Sure. I, I just think there's also an injury could happen tomorrow. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? yeah, of course. Or, you know, maybe he just hates wrestling. Or maybe the business changed five years, and they say, fuck all these indie and fucking guys in Japan. We're going to make our own, you know. 
it changes so every couple of years. So you don't really know. You don't know if you're always going to have that opportunity. Right. So if he has it now, I would. If I was him, I would take it. So you're the because hottest I, guy in wrestling right now. Right. I think now would be the time where his uh, market value is the highest it's ever been. I would take it. Right. So, but to each their own. You know, everyone's different. So. Well, do you think he? I mean, let's talk. I mean, let's just bring this into the Wrestle Kingdom Eleven talk. Uh, he main evented Wrestle Kingdom Eleven with Okada, and Rainmaker. Obviously, some people touted it as a fucking amazing match, as one of the greatest matches of all time, or the greatest match. Dave of all Meltzer time. gave it six stars. Someone, the first ever six star. His star rating only went up to five people, but then he jumped up to six just for this match. Yeah, <laughs> which is fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> so. His name value means that he's already garnering a lot of cash in other places. I mean, obviously, if his contract's up, it's not like he's about to go and sign a low contract with New Japan. You know, his there's going to be money. Uh, do you think that WWE money is better? I think it can be. Than what he might get offered for? Oh, yeah. I mean, AJ Styles in Japan was getting paid about 300000 a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guarantee he's getting paid that plus bonuses, plus all kinds of other things, and plus merch sales and all kinds of extra things. So the only difference is do you want to work that full-time schedule? It, it really depends on a lot of factors. But I think right now because of his market value, like I was saying, I think if he was ever going to go there and get a good contract and make fucking extra money, uh, now would be the time to go. Well, yeah, he, if he gets a, you know, a contract that's comparable to what he has now, why not come home? You know, oh, yeah. like, you he's know, Canadian. Like, well, no, I'd be okay closer to You're home Canadian. then, you know, like, I'm, I'm just saying you, you would tour North America more and be home more mm-hmm. unless, you know, he's made a home in Japan and that's a completely different story. But I mean, AJ talks about it and he said one of the best things about his, you know, his BMW. Uh, WWE run is being so close to home. Yeah, which I mean, that totally could change the thought because well, then you're Luke not traveling the same much. thing too, though. Say Luke Gallows had the same sentiments about being so close to home and having a family and being close to his family. Yeah, again, like if you're, if, let's say you are making that money, and if it's the same money, but you're not flying to Japan all the time because you're the one covering that cost, you're saving so much money just on airfare a year, you know. So that three hundred thousand jumps up. Let's say after taxes, you're making around two, maybe one seventy-five. So that you probably save a good ten grand just on airfare. You know, at least or around there, depending, you know, so that would jump up any bolstered performance of the contract. Uh, so into Wrestle Kingdom 11. Wrestle Kingdom 11 happened January 4th. It's New Japan Pro Wrestling's annual uh, January 4th show. No matter what day January 4th falls on, New Japan Pro Wrestling does Wrestle Kingdom. It's also like their equivalent to WrestleMania. Almost. And that's because it is their equivalent to WrestleMania. Correct. So Wrestle Kingdom 11 uh, is a huge show for them. Very, 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 very big. Uh, There were 11 matches, including the New Japan Rumble, which is similar to the Royal Rumble. However, outside of just getting tossed over the top rope, you can be pinned or submitted to be eliminated as well. Uh, Let's just be completely honest. It happened. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the rumble is whatever. Yeah, that uh, Big Mike, Michael Elgin, he won. Uh, so, can we agree that that was probably almost most people's lows for this show? Because it was kind of clunky. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, was, yeah I thought it was bad. I didn't think it was just bad. 
uh, names that people might know uh, that were in there. Billy Gunn uh, made an appearance. He was one Yoshi of the first. Tatsu. I think he was the second one out, actually. Yeah. It was him and Elgin. Yeah. Uh, Elgin? Elgin? Elgin won. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm saying it's to oh. start off. Oh, yeah, to start off. Elgin, yeah. Gunn and Elgin. Elgin came out yeah. first and then and then Gunn. Uh, a little bit later, uh, you got uh, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. You had Scott Norton show up. Tiger Mask came out. Uh, and Tatsu was in there, wasn't he? Yoshi yep. Tatsu. Yep. And uh, <laughs> this is the one I really want to mention because I want to get Orlando's full commentary on it. <laughs> uh, cheeseburger. man (laughs) look you hate cheeseburger that much no I don't hate cheeseburger okay I just he's James Ellsworth okay for the indies and apparently for Japan now so he's making money getting flown out and he's just a god awful wrestler okay like he's an entertaining kid Mm -hmm. he wrestles as cheeseburger okay like when I was a kid I wanted to be a wrestler but I never thought I wanted to be a wrestler named cheeseburger right he wants to be cheeseburger. He goes out and throws cheeseburgers, little cheeseburgers into the crowd. Thanks, man. And it's fun and it's entertaining, but it's like James Ellsworth. If this was on TV, after a month, you'd be bored with him. The difference is you only get to see him once here and there, so it's, it remains entertaining to you. Mm-hmm. But if you were to see this shit all the time, you'd be like, okay, enough of this fucking guy. Cause God, it, you're getting a shopping spree next week. Yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> so it's not like I hate the guy. I just think it's, you know... That's a spot that somebody else could be having. That wrestles better. And, and you know, busts their ass probably a lot harder. Hmm, yeah, understandable. Uh, next was uh, Tiger Mask W. Uh, he defeated Tiger the Dark in a singles match. Uh, this is, I, I guess, just a push on country roll animation, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It is, it, it's, it's an anime push. Because they just did something. Uh, I forgot what show it was on country roll. They had a Tiger Mask go over on another Tiger Mask. Yeah. Uh, third match. Uh, Rapongi Vice, Beretta, and Rocky Romero uh, defeated the Young Bucks for the IWG, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Uh, Young Bucks, obviously, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, them with Kenny Omega, they go by Elite. the Elite. They have this great cereal called Super Kicks that you can get uh, if you <laughs> don't want to eat booty <laughs> also of the Bullet Club. Um, I'm going to be honest. This is one of those times where I don't fucking know how to fully pronounce this. Uh, Lo- Los Ingobernables de Japan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, so this this faction is a faction that's through CML in um in New Japan, mm-hmm. and they also reach out in ROH because of the working relationship they have with them. Yeah, and there this is like the big thing going on right now. It's uh them chaos and the and, Bullet, and Club, Bullet, Bullet Club, Club. Yeah. Uh, for uh reigning, All three reigning supremacy. Uh, Bushi, Evil, and Sonata. And they defeated uh, David Finley, Ricochet, uh, Satoshi Kojima, and uh, Bullet Club. Never wait. Yep, Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fail, Hangman Page, and Yujiro Tak- Takahashi, and Chaos, uh, Jado, Will Ospreay, and Yoshihashi uh, for the Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Championship match. Can I mention something real quick? Yeah. There were only th- out of all the title matches, in it, there were only two or three title changes. There was one. No, two. The IWG say the ROH title change hands. Oh yeah, ROH. Yeah, okay, you're right. But I, I was thinking of the IWGP. I was like, no, only I think one the, title. I, I think the Intercontinental title change hands too. I think four. It was Intercontinental. Intercontinental. The Cali uh, saying the four, and she's looking at something. Oh, so no. I, I'm sorry. Hold on. So the, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight. <laughs> title, <laughs> I tried IWGP to validate Junior Heavyweight title change hands. <laughs> oh yeah, the tag team titles change hands. The, um, the Intercontinental and the um, ROH titles. Those things was the only ones that changed hands, I believe. Throughout right. the night. 
I thought. Oh yeah, that's I right mean, because uh, the Tongas had the titles. According yeah. to this, yeah. it says it changed one, two, three, six times. Maybe the, it was defended six times. Is defended, there a change? No, they they were retained six times. Out of nine just, title matches, three times they changed. I don't know. Now you guys are just yeah. you guys throwing out too many numbers. Yeah. <laughs> this is a wrestling podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not math. Uh, Cody made his debut. Cody Rhodes made his debut uh, as the against uh, uh, the one, the only, the guy trained by our own Orlando Juice. Christopher Juice Robinson. Yeah, I did help train him. <laughs> <laughs> or CJ Parker if you watch it next time. Yes. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, defeated Kyle O'Reilly to become the first ever three-time ROH uh World champion, uh, Chaos, uh, again, group members of Chaos, Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano defeated the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tonga Roa, and the G- and GBH, uh, Togi Makabe, Makabe and Tomioke Hanma. Yeah, sure. Uh, to become the IWD, IWGP tag team uh, champions. And that was the one that was one that was held by the Tongas. Oh, so that was four. That was four then. Yeah. Two sure. We're going to stop with numbers now okay? <laughs> because I don't want to figure it out either. Uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeated Kushida uh, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Haruki Goto defeated uh, Katsuyori Shibata for the Never Openweight Championship. Uh, Tetsuya Naito defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWG Intercontinental Championship, which is a really good match. That was that was that, that was almost that, my high to that, 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 that last one. those last two matches definitely fucking were the climax of the show. And uh Kazuchika Okada uh defeated Kenny Omega for the IWGP heavyweight Six championship. Stars. This match is being touted out there as the greatest match of all time. I'm gonna say all they're, time. Wait, let, let me, they're talking that it's obviously greater uh, than Macho Man at WrestleMania three. Uh, Taker Michaels, Taker Triple H. Uh, they're just saying that this is the greatest fucking match ever wrestled. And as a mark, anyone. as a mark, I'm gonna say this. That's a lot of butthurt WWE. Those people who just saw what WWE, the state of WWE at the time being. Because uh, also, if you look at those matches that they just listed off, those were different times in wrestling, too. What do you mean? Like, you talk about Macho Steamboat. That still holds today. Did I not say Steamboat, by the way? I you just thought about that. Macho? I just say Macho Man at WrestleMania 3. When you say, you said macho, when you say macho at WrestleMania 3, we automatically know what Yeah, but I still should have said Steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> but okay so Macho Steamboat still holds up to this day and how long is that yeah 30 40 years after uh 33 years how yeah 33 no, 30, years. no 30 years now so 30 years after it still holds up to this day I'm sorry just with the attention span of the average person now you won't remember so it was a great match it was probably one of the best matches of 2017 but I would not say ever because the attention span of people today you will forget this match within a year or two because you're going to see just as good or even better matches. I'm not going to say you're going to forget it in a year or two. I won't. I, I will say I, I say it will hold up for a while. I will never. I won't even give this a goddamn five-star match. We were talking about it. Callie, did you watch this? Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you think of this match? <laughs> I want to know your opinion. Um, I would say it was pretty flipping amazing. I just wouldn't say it was like the best match ever, to be honest. I just... I, I mean... There was times when I, you know, was 
ooing and awing awesome. as a new person. And but then there's sense I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Meh. Well, I just you know I want to get your opinion because you always have a different perspective uh, than us. Yeah, it just I no, I actually kind of completely agree on this. I don't see how it was. Honestly, I kind of think the match before it was better in the some aspects. Was better. Okay. Okay. Well. Allow me to take this moment to also keep knocking this match down. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I thought the match was really good. Like I did. I'm not trying to bury either guy. I thought it was a really good match for today's style, and that's my knock on it. Okay, today's style is a lot easier than any other time period in wrestling. People don't realize it because all you have to do is be creative, come up with a few spots, and then kick out. Okay, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's it. Like, and people will go nuts for it. And it's the easiest time in wrestling. It's like. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it. We all go out and we work the same kind of style right now. It's it's kind of like that's become even WWE style at this point. It's become like the wrestling style. Mm-hmm. And I thought this match was the perfect example of that style being done right because they still sold. They still told a story. They mm-hmm. didn't just do spots, which sometimes happens. So don't mistake what I'm saying. But that said, it's time for the style to die. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's time for it to die because there's no. Um, it's just about an athletic show at this point. You're just watching guys kick out of shit. That's the reason why we need to go back to just changing things. Matches didn't need to end abruptly. Things need to be different to keep people on their toes. Now it's about the performance instead of who wins. And mm-hmm. once 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 we do that, and it's not that like we've never always dismissed performances before, but today it's more about a performance in the ring than it is about who wins and loses. And once you do that, you've already ruined your own writing because it doesn't matter who wins. You're already saying that because now guys are just going out there and just trying to have a good performance. That's why Lesnar and Goldberg was so good for business because people don't realize as as marks, I'm a mark too, right? We've been watching. We're getting preconditioned that this is what a, spo- a main event's supposed to be. They're supposed to go out and hit all their big moves and they're supposed to kick out. No, they're fucking not. You don't have an idea of what a match is supposed to be. We supposed to go out. We. I'm getting the ghetto, right? We supposed to go. So so we, we're supposed to go. You don't want to be a ghetto, son. Right. We're, spo- <laughs> we're supposed to go out and take you on a trip. And that's our decision, what we want to give you. Can I cut you off real quick? Yeah. Do you blame WrestleMania 15 for this? No, I don't blame Rock and Rock Austin, from what, from what I remember, it was the first time either of their finishers were kicked out and the first time that the opponent used someone else's finisher like that. Would you say that that may have kicked it off? No, I think uh, wrestling in general just goes through cycles and mm-hmm. wrestling in general is always speeding up, right? We're right. speeding up so fast now. We're like, I personally, and I don't mean to get the old bitter wrestler guy talk because I've already been burying so much today. But, <laughs> but to me, it's kind of like at this point now, we need to slow down. We need to get psychology going again. We need to stop letting fans tell us, as wrestlers, mm-hmm. tell us what a wrestling match is supposed to be. We're supposed to tell them what a match is supposed to be. And it's best when we dictate to them, not when they dictate to us. Mm-hmm. So all those fans that were mad about Goldberg, no, that was great. Because you didn't tell them what, what the match was supposed to be. They gave you what they wanted to. Right. And that's how wrestling's supposed to be. So I think it's time to start breaking up the kind of formula of what we've been doing. And myself included. We need to break that up. You know, I, it was funny. When I was watching this match... Uh, the match I, is great, though. <laughs> just, I, yeah, yeah, we're not, just a we're reminder not, we're not at this point it, now. We're not trying to make it seem like this is not a great match. One of one of the greatest of all time. I will even give it that. You know what I'm saying? It's a really, really good fucking match. The problem is, it is not a match that should trump every other match 
wrestled before it. But that's what I, that was my point. And, in the that's, first. and that's what we're talking about. It's like Dave Dave Meltzer, look, respectable guy. But all of a sudden, he now has a fucking six-star rating system because of this match. He had a five-star the whole entire fucking time. There are matches that he's given that at 4.75, and he gives this one, he jumps this one from five to six. He goes, that's how fucking good that match was. Mm. I, how? I, the, the even, match, fans, even fans disagree because they, like the buzz online right now was like, really? Some people like think the two out of three falls were Gargano and DIY was just as good. It was an amazing match. That was honestly, I think uh, the the you're talking the second time, the two out of three match. Uh, yeah, the, the two out of three. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was honestly thank on you. par. I thought it was on par with that match. Well, wrestling is subjective. Yeah, so very subjective. I think anybody can like whatever match they want and call it their favorite. But when you're saying the best, you're taking away the subjective nature, right? Right. Now you're objectifying and saying this is objectively the best. It's not objectively the best. You can't say that about any single match. But I especially think it's hard to say that based on this match in today's style because I think it's easier than any other time to have a good match. I, I, what are you doing? Did you snack? I'm, I'm avoiding <laughs> snacking while we're on the air. Uh, the, my other problem is in watching this match. It started off slow. And someone commented back to me, and this was hilarious when we, I mentioned it off air. Someone commented back, commented back to me like, someone took a DDT on the fucking cement. Five minutes in. And Orlando goes. No, it was like 10 minutes, 11 <laughs> minutes in because I was, you know, t- kind of timing it. Um, because the match I so even long. thought that that was too soon to do that. Because the DDT on the floor, I'm thinking, again, this is just old school me. DDT on the floor is going to knock somebody out. You know. It should. but also and, the- and I think there's they still sold it. But I thought there's particular times with that in particular and even when the table spot where they could have sold that more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as opposed to just getting in the ring and now it's time to get to this next thing. They still sold it. And a lot of guys, want to, I've seen guys do bigger bumps than that and just get up and is right. on to the next thing. The one thing <clears> I'll <throat> agree with Meltzer on, Meltzer straight up said, he goes, that table spot where Omega uh, flipped over it, it was so stupid. And I agree. That that ring area was dangerous as fuck. They have a smaller ring to the WWE. Smaller ring. The fucking outside was only maybe four feet wide, and it was a raised platform. And you did it. When he went through that table, he didn't even break all the table. He literally busted seven-eighths of it. Yeah. You know, like, you had that back end, but his back went and hit the outside of it. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, don't kill yourself for this. 100%. But the match... When you get into the spots, like Orlando, well, I can't we'll critique about. that part because that's half my style. But, <laughs> but, but I just you, thought, you know, like that match in particular is really funny because uh, that's the style of match I work. I do, you know, little extra spots that I kind of work in that are a little risky or dangerous or whatever. But that's kind of what I do. Uh, so watching them do it and get praised for it so much, I'm like, hey, man, you guys could have done this a little. <laughs> this is my match, you know. Essentially, I mean, they're better at certain things than me, but. You know, it was funny how they put it together. Also, Okada was really, really blown up. Uh, like ten minutes into the match, he was breathing so hard, just oh, yeah. dying. Omega was fucking making Working him keep moving. Around. Yeah, one hundred percent. And Ome- well, didn't I said this like I said this like Okada is Japan's version of John Cena almost to where he could work, but it takes him a little bit extra because he does blow himself up really early in a match. He was blown up, bro. He was blown up. <laughs> it's it's goddamn ridiculous because it, especially towards the the match ending when all when they were going finisher for finisher and he was trying to deliver rainmakers there was there was one of those rainmakers I was like do 
dude, there's no way he should have fucking like Omega. Me, so, Omega oversold it so much. I was like, wow, The Rock doesn't sell stunners that hard, dude. Or Michael's <laughs> or Michael's didn't sell a Hogan leg drop that hard. <laughs> but to me, it's also they were doing tombstones and stuff like all right, tombstones. DTs to the floor and tell me this guy's still getting up. Because if I were to grab your head right now and drive it straight to the floor multiple times. I don't think you're getting up. Concussion. Right? Like, so I, I think certain moves, like a rock bottom, you can kick out of. Even though it's a finish, you can kick out of that, right? Yeah. But I think when you start doing like tombstones and this and that, kicking out of every little thing, I think now you're just getting a cheap pop for kicking out. Yeah. So that was my wrestling critique yeah, of it. But then some, some moves, again, like I was saying, just didn't even seem like they were going to do anything to you. But they're being sold like this major hit of a move. Like all of a sudden, someone just hulked up in half a second because when he started the, one of the Rainmakers I was like man this is moving slow I know it's coming but this is moving slow Is he He has to get out of it he, there's no way this is going to hit and it hit and Omega flips and I'm like fuck you there's no I, I wouldn't have flipped you know I wouldn't have flipped if I was running at him and he hit that because it just wasn't a sell there was just no put oomph behind it so when I'm looking at things like that I'm like how is this a fucking five star match six star match kiss my dick I, I think the match was really good still. I mean, I'm I'm just overly cri- cri- critiquing it. Excuse me. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. I won't use that word again. Uh, I was just judging it. <laughs> I was over judging it be- just because people had put it over so much. Um, otherwise, the match is still really good. And I think it's a perfect example of today's style done right because they still did sell. And they still did uh, a lot of the small things and had a lot of the, I don't want to give away the magic. So they had a lot of the fire and little things that you need in a match. So they did a lot of right good things in the match and it was still really really good I want no magic <laughs> you can't say that and just assume no one's gonna say they want it oh I mean I'm sure there's enough podcasts that ruin it anyways but basically fire we're not that one fight I'll ruin it fuck it we're here <laughs> yeah. Saturday kayfabe broken right yeah. so fire in a match is it's, it's just um what the guy does in between the moves so like Hulk Hogan hawking up that's yeah. fire People don't realize that the move isn't what gets you to pop. It's the fucking fire in between that. Mm-hmm. So Triple H hits the spine bust and he pops up and goes, ah, right? Yeah. People don't cheer until he goes, ah. Because yeah. otherwise it's just a fucking spine buster. Yep. So the fire is what kind of adds to everything. Okay. And so everyone's fire, quote unquote, is different. And uh, it's all unique to you. So anyways, fire, they had good fire for things. And they were, they're selling while they're still fired up. And just a lot of the important nuances they were doing right. Opposed to just a spot. It wasn't just a spot, fucking fest. Right. So I don't want to just put it yeah, over. And that's why we still like say it's a really match. good match. Yes, it was not a Young Bucks match. Uh, Smitey, you haven't, I mean, we've just kind of been going off. Uh, you've watched it as well. Yeah. What did you think? Like, the match in general, I think, it, I thought it was, a, I will say I thought it was a great match. Like, the whole, like, but I do agree with you, it was not one of those best of all, it could be, Eventually, one of those best of all times. A really good match of all time. But not the best of all times in general. Because I'm a fan of Okada, and as much as I'm not that much of a fan of Cena, but it seemed the way they market him in Japan is not the way they, WWE markets Cena. Right. And I think that's the reason I do still like Okada. Uh, I'm a big Kenny Omega fan. I've been a fan of Kenny Omega f- for maybe like the last four or five years at this point. So. It, so it was uh, for me. It was w- me seeing two of the guys I've been watching for years now. Finally, Okada's been main eventing in New Japan for for years. Just what Kenny Omega's first major main event since the G one since the G one, right? Which he won. Yeah, he was the second Westerner to ever go to the final. First Westerner to ever win it. Yeah. So, 
it was for me. It was really exciting, like story wise. Where how this led up to where what led up to this? Um, sorry, I marked out for the term for the cleaners. Fucking in- Terminator. He did really. You know what I thought? I was like, rip oh, off a Triple H. H. I was like, Triple H did this a couple of years ago. Triple H did it, but. I don't know why I thought it was but Omega came out with an actual shotgun which yeah it's and look I'm not, it was definitely different than Triple H's but obviously there's also not the budget that WWE put into Triple H's entrance it's not the budget that. but that's what made it so much better yeah, I agree because it was you, 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 you didn't have the budget and the fact that Triple H's was watered down I understand Triple H's at WrestleMania all because of the big entrance Wrestle Kingdom you don't see that many big entrances besides Okada who always makes it rain Okada dollars on people Oh, okay, dollars. Oh, hero. So, <laughs> so from the entrances Dowers. all the way to the like the match, yeah, it was like like Orlando said, it wasn't a, a complete spot fest like you see with the Young Bucks. There was great selling. It's, it was a great match in general. I had no calls with it whatsoever. But you, like when you guys br- breaking it down like this, yes, there were spots like this. But it's always been mentioned like moves like the DDT, they don't mean anything anymore. Yep, it's a shame, but. Because it is really a devastating move. Like, you drop yeah. somebody straight on their fucking head, you're done in a real fight. Yeah. The DDT has been watered down. It's not a finisher anymore. So I got to I gotta take away the whole DDT. The drivers, yes. Drivers, I still believe, are finished. should still be three counts. So when they start hitting drivers on each other, yeah, that was a little bit... Uh, but besides that, <laughs> I, I, a little bit. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> sound like Undertaker after of, he said "Rest uh, in peace." Rest in peace. Yeah, I out, yeah, it made me squeeze out a little bit. Of a, it made me squeeze out a little bit of a turd. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, Z, you haven't seen it yet. No, I have not. <laughs> so, what are your opinions on? <laughs> Watch the goddamn match. I give it seven stars. Yeah, whoa. Wow. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we're really pushing a match that Z's just sitting here going, "Huh? What? What? Okay." Great. I yawned a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like can't wait to see this table spot. Oh yeah, he's probably not. Gonna I don't even want to watch it anymore. No, Thanks. you should. Thanks. Oh, you should it's watch good. it. It's you should watch Facebook. the match before Say, it as well. Go to Facebook. Go, look at Naito as well. The Naito Intercontinental Championship match was was fucking sweet. Honestly, too. dude, you could literally just watch the last two of that and go, "This is gonna get it amazing." Or you can even watch the um the uh, you can watch the um fuck what's his fucking name from the Red Dragons. Uh, you can watch the Adam Cole match. I keep forgetting other guy's name. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. I keep thinking Bobby because when I think Red Dragons, I think Bobby Fish. Sorry. Kyle O'Reilly is charismatic to me. Uh, I, honestly, dude, it still is a really good show. Like, and it's well worth even the as much hours. as and, and we're like, like you know, like Orlando was saying, we we're kind of burying a match that we're thinking really highly of. You know what I'm saying? Like but you're only bearing it because it said it was the best of all time, if, right? And that's if, if somebody is. just say if you would have given it five stars, you'd be like, all right. Matt, and, I, really and again, like I think I would have I would have nitpicked then too. But, but, I would have nitpicked but, probably not as much. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say not as much, but him giving it a whole extra. I mean, I just don't see it. You can't have legendary. I mean, I I, I haven't seen the match yet, so I it don't, is a I don't have an match. opinion so, on that match right. per se. But like, just thinking of matches from my childhood, like matches that like stick with me. And I mean, it takes a lot to trump that. And I mean, I, it's subjective though. That just because that's my opinion, because I like one style, doesn't mean like Orlando likes a different style. Like, um, 
So who's to really say if it is the best match ever? But I'll have more to say next week after I watch this stupid fucking match. But another, thing, <laughs> another thing about this match is this is the first time that Omega and Okada have actually squared off in their careers. Nice. So that's another reason. Like you don't like I don't think they had any. They haven't had any altercation outside of promo since then. Right. Well, let's let okay. So if you're not a new, if you don't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, let's say you just you're. You listen to us and you strictly watch WWE. All right. There, Dave Meltzer, as far as five star matches for WWE matches, uh, WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus Steve Austin. Right. Uh, there was Wrestle, uh, SummerSlam 94, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Uh, Money in the Bank 2011, John Cena versus CM Punk. Those are three five star matches that he has given uh, to the WWE. Um, and he is saying, like, if you. He did not give Sean and Taker. He gave, yeah, he gave Sean and Taker uh, and Sean and Triple H 4.75 right. stars. So right. this is a full star and a half better Taker, than Triple that. H. Huh? You mean Taker Triple yeah. H? Yeah, yeah, Taker Triple but H. He Taker gave Triple. this a full star and what, a quarter. What, yeah, what did he give uh, uh, Ricardo Chapa? Two out of three. The, the, the DIY. Uh, I honestly don't. I, don't know. I, I, I only have like the quick pull up. Uh, really. uh, okay. I didn't go that much into it. Yes, uh, WrestleMania uh, 26, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, uh, Streak versus Career, 4.75. Um, what about 25? That, he didn't, what did, WrestleMania. He that better than 25? I thought the match 25 was better than 26. WrestleMania 28, Undertaker versus Triple H, 4.75. Uh, WrestleMania 25, Taker, Shawn Michaels, 4.75. So all we're just proving is that wrestling is subjective. <laughs> very, yeah. very subjective. Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels at 21, 4.75. You know, uh, the match that never happened at WrestleMania 20, (laughs) (laughs) Benoit versus (laughs) Michaels and Triple H, 4.75. You know, uh, and this is just me going down. He's given given WWE a lot of 4.75s, which makes me wonder if he's just kind of jaded against them. Because if you go to the five-star matches... It's all Japan. It's a lot of Misawa. And, uh, yeah. Uh, PWG, Battle of Los Angeles, 2016. Uh, Osprey, Ricochet, Matt Seidel, uh, who is Evan also Bourne. known as Evan Bourne. Uh, Nick, versus Nick Jackson, Adam Cole, and Matt Jack- Elite. Uh, he gave it a five-star match. Uh, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling, the Climax 26, Day 18, Omega, uh Five star. Basically, it'd just be a bunch of Japan yeah. stuff. Well, so Japan and ROH, maybe. I, one, two, like, three, I think Misawa's four, got like 50 five, of them. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven in a row. Five star New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then ROH. Then Money in the Bank 11, CM Punk. Then one, two, ROH, a TNA, Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Samoa Joe Triple Oh, threat. that was fucking dope. Uh, TNA Unbreakable, uh, ROH, uh, Joe versus Punk 2. And the, yeah, then it just goes down. But that's how many I gonna say? One, two, three, four, five, so six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So yeah, another eleven words, in a row. So in other words, Dave Meltzer is pretty much the king of mark judging. Yeah, twelve out of thirteen of his first matches on this uh, are New Japan Pro Wrestling. The first one being the first six star match ever. Uh, so I, I'm I don't want to say Meltzer is mark judging, right? Like you just said, but I will say that he might be giving. More of uh, a harder critique to, to the WWE style, and which I'll be I'll be completely honest right now. If the if those NXT matches are not in some of his top, there's he's being a dick. Yeah, because I, once again I'll bring up two matches: the two out of three DIY uh, revival and Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. 
Which he has he has Zane Neville on here at four point seven five. Zane Neville. Zane Neville. They're uh, at N- NXT. You mean, you mean Nope. Oh, Neville. Oh, okay. yes. I knew what I said. <laughs> so Sami Zayn won his first title. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, and, and then right KO after beat that, the fuck yeah. out of him. Yeah. So hey, Dave Meltzer, if you want to explain yourself to this podcast, you can, and we will take your phone call or call you and talk to you and put it on the air. <laughs> so that's uh, it for oh Wrestle Kingdom eleven. Um, you know what? We'll get ratings for that next week when Z actually watches. I give it a seven. <laughs> <laughs> the whole pay per view. Jeez, you got, you got four hours of wrestling, bro. Uh, we give ten stars. Right, I'm going to go ahead and give it a twelve star. <laughs> that's Thirteen 12. stars. That's twelve solid twelve. <laughs> um, we're going to quickly go through Raw and SmackDown. Uh, just for the fact that we want to get to WWE UK uh, Championship, which is going to take a lot of time, right? This is there's a lot of picks <laughs> for that. So let's quickly run down what happened. On- Z, why did you come today? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do his homework. Talk about kid. Ron Smackdown. He's the kid that came to class. Hey, he didn't do his uh, homework. All right, in, in we're gonna quickly de- go over this. Go ahead. In your defense, I'll say in my defense, I was always planning on picking the UK tournament at random, anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you on that. Uh, kicked off with Strowman attacking Roman. Roman Reigns in the triple threat match that I mean I'm sorry the one on two handicap match for the US title is supposed to happen. Rollins then versus Braun Strowman ended in a double count out. Gallagher defeated Drew Gulak. Big Cass defeated Jinder Mahal. Neville defeated Lince Dorado. Uh, Sheamus defeated Luke Gallows. Taker crashed Raw and he announced he was entering the WWE Royal Rumble. Uh, the women's champion Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax defeated Sasha Banks and Bailey. Kofi then defeated Titus O'Neil after a little promo again. And then in the final in the main event. Two on one handicap match. Jericho got the pinfall over Roman Reigns to become the brand new United States champion. Uh, give me your high, Callie. Um, Ooh, um, yeah, it's a good <laughs> I know, it's always a good answer. Uh, probably the Jack Gallagher match. Yeah? Just because. Why? Well, he's always, it's always entertaining to see him in the ring. He's always got something that makes you chuckle and uh, the headbutt. That's a full-on headbutt. Like, it gives me a headache just thinking about it. And kudos to him for doing headbutts like that. Nice. All right. Z. Oh, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I thought you wanted to talk Raw on SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you I I don't want to talk Raw. I want to talk more SmackDown. (laughs) 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 We're talking about Raw. Um, my high, my high would have to be Chris Jericho finally getting the U.S. championship. Um, but don't sound too excited about that. No, I no. This is my high. No, like he's snuffing up. (laughs) Okay, okay. Raw has been bad for like three weeks in a row, and the only difference this week is Roman Reigns had to face both KO and Chris Jericho. For the United States title instead of either or. Um, I, I'm not impressed with Raw lately. So it's hard for me to come up with a high. So like Jericho making that history, that can be my high. Smitey. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you know what's my high? And I'm still well, gonna stick with, it's, it's sticking with my high. Because yeah. while Jericho's illustrious career, the only title that has eluded him is the United States Championship. And now he's got it. Only thing left for him to do is literally win the Rumble, and his he's done everything you can do in WWE. 
I, I do love the fact that they have so many different stories of guys that could potentially win the Rumble and it would make sense. Yeah, I agree. This is the most un. I think you even Orlando stated it before. It's one of the few that you cannot pick who's going to win it. Unless Finn comes back and they pull a typical comeback. But even if Finn comes back, I mean, like you, you could have Baron Corbin win it, and that would fit right into what with what they're doing. You could have Jericho win it, and it fits right in with what Raw is doing. Or, I mean, you could have the Undertaker win it and make up some bullshit, but it would work. So, I mean, you can. You can go many different ways. What about Brock or uh, Goldberg? It really makes no sense. You See, I, honestly, win. of everybody, and I think those two are not winning the Royal yeah. Rumble. I think they're going to eliminate each other, setting up a match at WrestleMania 33. 100%. Uh, do you have a different that. high than anything, Orlando? Yeah, my high was uh, actually my low was the, the handicap match. I'm just well, tired, say, I'm tired of fucking seeing them. I'm yeah. tired of fucking seeing that same match. We talk about highs, though. Bro. I know, but it's been ten weeks in a row, dude. <laughs> it's been like ten weeks in a row. We'll go back to lows. I can tell you why but that was also my shit. low as well. So that was my low. But uh, high was uh, Undertaker. I just not that the promo was great. There's <laughs> it is always <laughs> great to see the Undertaker on TV. The promo wasn't great, but like when he comes out, his entrance twenty nine holes for twenty nine <laughs> souls. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a little cheesy at times. Uh, plus, uh, it's supposed to be. I don't know, man. My two year old seemed to love that segment. Undertaker came out and everyone's phones were out and everything. And my two year old goes stars, stars. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. That that scene is the only part he was interested in. So, uh, Undertaker is also my high, and for the reason that helped make me not hate him choosing to go into the Rumble. I answer to nobody. That's it. <laughs> I go where I want, and that's it. Because we all fucking said last week, this is bullshit. He said he was a SmackDown <laughs> guy, but I also went back and rewatched what he said on SmackDown. He said. I have, uh, he goes, I have run with the blue brand for a very long time, so it holds a special place in my heart. If you don't win, you have me to answer to. Never once claimed he was SmackDown. Never once. Mm -hmm. So that changed my whole opinion of it after watching that. I was like, well, didn't he? But he didn't. He never did. So it's something that you just have to take with because as far as words go, he never said it. So when he went and got right in Stephanie's face saying, you don't run me, I was like, holy shit, yes. But that does create an interesting dichotomy because we've kind of we've kind of talked about it, but never fully is the person who wins, be it Raw or SmackDown guy. Let's just say it's not Taker. If Raw or SmackDown guy win it, do they have to stick? Do you think WWE is going to make them stick to their brand? No. Or can if the person who wins the Rumble, if be from Raw, challenge the SmackDown champion or can the SmackDown winner challenge the Raw champion? I think it'll be a chance to jump ship. Okay. Honestly. Now would it cost a, another person in that area? Let's say let's say Corbin wins it. All right. Just and then he goes, he wants to fight for the Raw title. Right? Does Raw have to give you think Raw would have to give somebody to SmackDown? No, I don't the, think so. This happened no. in 04. Uh Chris Benoit won the Rumble and he was on SmackDown at the time. And then next thing you know, he showed up on Raw. And it was like, well, he can't do anything because he's got the special fucking claws to face the champ. That and Batista too when he uh, yeah. when he was Triple H. So, I mean, it's been done. I don't think they ever give anybody else up. I don't think that would happen. Um, maybe they would do some weird trade anyway, just to mix it up or something. But or I, I don't think or so. the other brand assign somebody else or bring somebody else from NXT up. Yeah, but if okay, Corbin wins and wants to go for the Raw title, the Universal title. 
Does that mean he just brings, if he wins that Mania, he just brings the universal title to SmackDown? I think no, I think he'll be, tra- he'll, he'll be traded to Raw. Probably. And, that, and the reason I'm asking if that changes, because I know it's happened before with the instances you mentioned, but at the same time, it's happened before, and each show didn't have its own set of pay-per-views, well, specials, things like that. It was a much more different thing. Well, no, back when uh, <clears throat> when Batista won the title, when, when Batista won the Rumble, they were. So it was one month it was SmackDown, the next month it was Raw, one month it was SmackDown. It would go, they would alternate between months whose pay-per-view it was until you got to your big four. All right. Hmm. All right. Uh, Lowe's, we already got Orlando's. He hated fucking the uh, triple, th- the, 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 the I don't care match. if the match is good. I just fucked that yeah. match, dude. I've I, seen it know, 15 times already. Yeah. I agree. The only thing, the real reason I liked it, I, I liked, what I liked about it was the ending. That's it. That's it. That's literally it because of Jericho taking it. Uh, uh, Smitey, give me your low. See, my low was also that triple threat match, but it was because of the implication of what is, it's not, not, is it like what the ending of that match led up to is a possibility of Kevin Owens dropping that title at the Rumble. Yeah. It's not a possibility. It's damn near definite, and that's my whole point. Are you saying I don't that? You, talk about that. You saying you think he's going to drop the reins? Oh, he's definitely yeah. dropping the reins now. I, I, I think with reins dropping the title, it all but ensures Source. that reins is going into WrestleMania with the championship. I think it goes one of two ways. I think it goes either that way, or it goes the way of WWE finally going. All right, fuck the reins experiment. They're not. I don't no, think so. because <laughs> he, no, here's the thing, though. He's over. He's just not over as a face. No. Like Roman Reigns is over. So the Roman experiment, experiment is regardless, t- I mean, you wanted him to be a face. He's not a face, but he's still over as fuck. So I don't think they're scrapping the Roman experiment. They're not. I just, I just, he, th- he, I just, I'm waiting for them to have the evil Roman Empire. But this, but the thing is, like, okay, he's still headlining at the top of every show every week, no matter it if he's took two of your top not. guys to beat him for one title. So, yeah, once again, make it. I Roman understand look, that. Like, I think my low would have to be like this whole Roman Reigns is a fucking god push. Like, and I'm not saying that he's gonna just disappear right now. I'm not saying he's going to disappear after the Rumble. I'm not saying he's going to disappear after Mania. I'm saying if they do it in a way to where push him away or even go heel, there's a way for him to have a fucking match for the U.S. title at Mania and not the main main event match because he did just lose it. And he could. There's there's still two more weeks before he's going to get his rematch within those next two weeks. Maybe. I doubt it. Dude, maybe. He'll be screwed out of his set. He's going to be screwed. Let's look at it. I just don't think the show's gonna be written. Reigns challenges for his rematch within the next two weeks, gets crewed out of his rematch, and wins wins the title at the Royal Rumble, going to Endomania as a face champion, as Raw's face champion against. But it's wins also the very possible that he doesn't get the re- or he they don't write him a rematch because it's the it's a way to do it to make him still look strong if that's what they're trying to do. Uh, he goes into the Rumble. Yeah, he doesn't win the Rumble. Okay, he continues to then want to face for his U.S. title because he, or I'm sorry, he doesn't go in the Rumble. He's fighting for the uh, Universal title. Yeah. So he doesn't go in the Rumble. So if he doesn't win that Universal title. That match is going to be before the Rumble. I think the Rumble should go on last anyway. Right. But that still means if 
Reigns does lose. He could still go in the Rumble. He could still be in the Rumble. Okay, that's possible too. And then he could lose the Rumble. And I, I think there's a way to do it to where you keep him mid-card at Mania. I think it's possible. But he's not mid-card now. But, dude, uh, what I'm saying is it's very— but you said, you said, Your keyword was to keep him mid-card. He's not mid-card. But he's running mid-card title. He's running mid-card title, but they're putting that mid-card title at the top of every card. Because, but the you the universal title still there too, because it's still the universal champion versus the U.S. title. Most of the time is Reigns and Jericho. What? Or no, say, dude. Last they week was they flip flop it between Reigns and Jericho. I like, agree, they flip flop it, and we've all but, said but, it. But the only but, con- the only constant, saying, I say, no, my, oh, the only constant one at, the top at of a time, card, fellas. The only constant at the top of that card is Roman Reigns. No, or every now and again they throw Seth Rollins in there. Uh uh-uh. uh The only constant at the top of that card. Is Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho? Yeah, Jer- Jericho. One of the other. Two, nope. They're still both out there. Because mm-hmm. they might not be in the match, the but other. they're still both out there. Whether it be someone showing up to do some stupid running, or one of them wrestling it, they're still both out there. Sometimes it's Rollins. Most of the time it's Reigns. I agree with you. Most of the time it's Reigns. But the constant is the universal champion is always out there. But who's always at the top of every car? Well, like standing tall. Not it's not always Reigns, dude. It's well, like you said. It's sometimes Rollins too. Strong majority, it is Reigns. So, but when, but when is Rollins? Is usually Kevin Owens not the guy taking a pedigree every week when he's out there with Rollins? Jericho did, but Kevin Owens is out there with him. But so you still make it like whenever it's Reigns and Owens, you're making your universal champion look weak. Oh, I agree. I agree that the, Which the, is horseshit. The, the universal title is the universal champion is looking weak, but at the same time, that's how they've played it every way. That's why even when yeah, Jericho got, like, wins, the cowardly heel thing yeah, going even on. when Jericho won, it took a savage fucking beating from both of them. And Strowman at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Again, it, it, I'm I'm agreeing with you that they're making looking Roman very strong, but in now dropping the U.S. title, there is a way for it to go to where Roman Reigns is not headlining Mania. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they will do it. I'm saying it's possible they can do it finally. Because that's why You're I said... You're giving WWE writers a little bit too I'm much credit. I'm not giving anyone credit. I said there's one of two ways it's going to go. You're straight up saying it's going to be Reigns up top no matter what. He's going to win inevitably. I'm saying I'm not sold he's winning inevitably. I'm sold that it's a strong possibility. But I'm thinking they could honestly pull back on him finally. And they kind of set it up for that to an extent. Kelly, do you have a different low? Titus O'Neil. Oh, yeah, that's a great low. <laughs> uh, I just, I just what? stopped talking to him. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, Z. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no words for just. Remember that time it's Titus only- had no words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Titus right now. Um, I just I don't. Uh, the new term cool. I'm so glad you think you know that you need to make them relevant by pairing them up with the new day. And um, what it's booty juice going to be a real thing for the record? I think probably. I think you're, you're killing the new day the more you put out fucking Titus, Titus O'Neil with the new day. Yeah, I think that's what it's doing. I well, don't. But, but Mike, I'm not saying are you ruining the new day. I'm saying like, what are you trying to do? It was the same by last week. putting Titus with the new day, trying to elevate Titus. Yeah, they're trying to this elevate Titus. But, but but 
It virtually, they okay. This is like, what if they made Titus like their stooge? I think that could be fun. Yeah. Very fun, but he's this big dude, and he has to, like get their stuff for him. I mean, he is just like a. <laughs> he's meant to be like a comical character at this point. Like that's all he was in NXT, right? No, no, no. They, they've just because you saw the one clip of when he slipped and fell with the keg well, doesn't no, 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 mean no, that but... that was his whole stick. In well, no, I know NXT. that, but Titus, like, but what if that was like, his like... stick? It would get over. <laughs> <laughs> Always slipping and falling. Or just like, like, if anybody what, should what, be what? doing, like, that kind of gimmick, it's him. He can't do anything else. Let him do it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see him be their stooge. That's where so, they should book So, for, for me, <laughs> when it comes to the promo, it was the same thing as last week, and that's the reason it, it didn't even, it went under my radar. Yeah. I don't even know if it showed up on Hulu. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, then. YouTube. I was going to say, like, normally... I talk about like, oh wow, like the WWE must hate Titus with this this new he, he's, thing. He's still but, he's still paying for hugging Vince. But I mean, no, I I don't think so though. He's on TV way too much to you know be that like they love him as a jobber. Like, hey, go do this. Like, I don't think he's paying. I think they like him. Like, I don't they, think it's been as bad as you guys think. I I think it's the best thing Titus has ever done. <laughs> I'm not, and that's I not mean, saying much. I like the, hold on. I like the primetime players. Primetime players, him and Darren Young. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm not. I think it's still better whole, than what he's doing now. I'm not saying this whole hysterical thing doesn't suit him. It's just the way they're going about it. What it's if they very, put him with Alicia Fox and they just go <laughs> crazy every week? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna beat up Cedric Alexander for a couple weeks. You you do know which one you're talking about, right? <laughs> it's not Mark Henry. It's not Apollo Crews. It's not Walt. <laughs> First they off, have the same chest. <laughs> Hold on. Everyone just shut the fuck up. Walt has nothing to do with this. I know the difference between Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil. Now. One's on SmackDown. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for the whole Pex comment. <laughs> you know how they say all oh, black guys' chests look the same? Shut up. You know what? I'm gonna take off my shirt right now. Please don't. <laughs> hey, I'm an end that looks like Kimbo Slice. I don't care. Please don't. I'm an end that beats. I'm a nigga with titties. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, no. no, I thought that always meant new. One, I always thought that meant new with tag. <laughs> there's, there's another black person in the room, and she just shook her head no, like no, don't, don't go there. Hey, don't. Shadow, you fresh off the boat? <laughs> she's literally after. Yeah, American. she's literally fresh off the boat. He wasn't joking. <laughs> There you go. Fresh, fresh off the boat. You still came here on a boat. You're still newer than everyone else. <laughs> that was so. That was that was right there. I couldn't say none of that one. Uh, okay, give me your ratings for Raw. Uh, Z five, four five. <laughs> yeah, I give it a five. Five five. Uh, I'm giving it a five as well. All right, SmackDown happened the day after Raw. Uh, Ambrose Asylum kicked it off with the Miz and Marie's coming out, both of them declaring themselves into the Royal Rumble. Uh, then there was, you know, fighting-ish. Nikki Bella uh, versus Natalia ended in a no contest. Kalisto defeated Dolph Ziggler, which made Dolph Ziggler go more nuts. American Alpha defeated Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Uh, Danny Bryan announced the first SmackDown Women's Championship Steel Cage match to take, on, take place next week on SmackDown. Uh, Carmella defeated someone's mom. Uh, John Cena, <laughs> <laughs> John, John Cena uh, 
buried Baron Corbin for the rest of his career, <laughs> securing fifty dollars in my pocket, including <laughs> for twenty seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you drop him down a level. <laughs> I see. Smitty, give goes. me your high. My high was honestly Arrow's Asylum with the participation award thing. <laughs> that whole bit was awesome. It was hilarious. <laughs> Talk about it, man. That's what we're doing now. It's like, sorry, that was my. Oh, so how does it feel to have your high stolen, you son of a bitch? It's not about stealing. We're all we're trying to. I know. I know. I the spectrum. But so my thing was like, okay, I like the name of the alligator. Actually, that was <laughs> what I was thinking. So the whole thing was like, if you remember a couple of months back when Ambrose challenged Miz for the title, he lost. So the next week, Miz TV is on, and he gives him a participation. The fact that he Indian gifted the goddamn that was <laughs> the that was perfect only because like even I was like gee I wonder what's in that bag and then when he pulled it out yes this is fucking great I have something for you. I was like it's the participation award she, she, she straight up called it here it is you tried no you you called him he said I have something that belongs yep. to you I I knew there was gonna be a swerve I did not see the participation. I, I totally I kinda saw that saw, coming. I kind of saw it coming, but I was like, it's, it's forgot not. forgot about it. I was like, it's not. It's not because, like, like when he gave Ambrose the participation award, that was actually one of my SmackDown highs with the participation mm-hmm. yeah. award. So I'm looking at it like, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. I like how your high come back around. Huh? It's like a boomerang high. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Orlando. Uh, my high was uh, the whole Ziggler segment. Uh, Ziggler and... Uh, Kalisto's match was pretty solid, but then also afterwards, Ziggler just whipping the shit out of everybody. I thought that was cool. Make, it made him seem like he had an edge, and it kind of... The, the it, crowd you, still you, cheered him, though. Yeah, I know, but you can kind of see the, the development. It's not just like a heel turn one week, and he's automatically a bad guy. Like You can see it like it's growing on him, Like and that I like that. It's like, okay, it's not just this happened one time, and I lost it. No, it's like it, it's just something that's eating away at him, so I kind of like the, the storytelling there. And it was cool seeing him just whip the shit out of two different dudes with the chair. You don't see yeah. Ziggler look yeah. strong like that ever. So it was interesting. And it's amazing. He looked that strong after losing to Kalisto. So that's something he that hasn't happened with his uh, any of his losses. Or, I mean, to be completely honest, even that much with his win of the IC title. You know, uh, even though it took a lot to win it, you were still like, well, he's going to lose it real soon. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Didn't expect the house on, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh... Z, Z, did you have a different one or no? Um, I'm going to go with the whole storytelling of SmackDown. I mean, you got <clears throat> Dean Ambrose and The Miz, which is really good. You got the Ziggler heel, heel turn, which is really good. Um, the thing with Alpha and the Wyatt family is decent. Mm-hmm. And oh. the whole thing going on with AJ, Corbin, and Cena, I mean... They have some solid stories in place, and they so even and the, they do a nice little even, story uh, arc. Did you mention Nikki and, and Adam? Adam? Oh yeah, no, was, yeah, you know, I knew, yeah. So, and that, I a, hate <laughs> Nikki Bella, and I'm starting to get invested inside this story. Yeah, I thought that was a good pull apart segment. <laughs> they looked like they were really fighting. It looked mm-hmm. good. They were hitting each other. Even a comic bit with Carmella and Ellsworth. I'm sorry, I, I find it still entertaining. Yeah, no, that's what I'm degree. saying. Like they, they, I think that's where Raw is kind of lost in the woods right now. And SmackDown's figured it out, and SmackDown's going with it, and and they're feeding the right parts of the story at the right but time. But not just that, like SmackDown seems refreshing because we're not seeing the same fucking card every week, and, also, and it's not though. three hours. <laughs> you know, like that that two hour time limit. When's I think the last does time wonders. You see a male escort helping out a female superstar. 
Do you know who the head Steve writer for Richards. SmackDown is? The head writer ECW, for, I'm going to say Paul Heyman. Oh, nope. Answer. The head writer for SmackDown is the guy who used <laughs> to, to write, write NXT. NXT. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so that's why SmackDown's doing so well. Thanks, Mighty. I needed that to be said in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Callie, hi. <clears throat> I really enjoyed the Nikki Bella Natalia. Yeah, it was a great segment. Well, um, he just dabbed. <laughs> <laughs> It was. I like this whole Natalia going off on her rants, her bitch rants, and really getting into it, and really seeing them go at each other, even if it wasn't you know a real match. Yeah, but just that was my second. If I wasn't picking the Ziggler thing, I thought that was my next high. Yeah, just seeing them instead of you know just kind of occasionally attacking each other, and you know you see it for about thirty seconds and then it goes away. Um, it was nice to actually see them go after each other for a solid, probably what, five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it was I thought it was a really good segment. I, I really was impressed that they looked like they were actually fighting. Looked like Natalia was whooping her ass a little bit. It was cool. Yeah. Which in real life, I think Natalia would beat the shit out of Oh, well, yeah. Uh, my high was l- the last Carmella Ellsworth segment. When he was like, when she was like, I got a surprise for you. She said I'm like a 32-year-old And he literally version. goes like, he goes, I've been waiting 32 years for this moment. And he fucking put the binoc in. <laughs> and she was like, some things are good to wait for. <laughs> and then she said she was going to take him on a, uh, shopping, a shopping spree. spree. I was like, dude, that's comedy. That's good. That, that's why Ellsworth like has a contract. Because right now what he is, he's, a, and I agree with you, it's you're finally watching uh, The Male Valet. And it's never I has I can't think of it. We he just started, yeah, Stevie, Stevie Richards, Richards did it with well, Ivory Right to Censor, and then he also did it with uh, Victoria for a while. Was it Victoria? Yes, uh, yeah. I know we did an ECW too with somebody. So Stevie Richards is a really good valet. <laughs> so Stevie Richards did it. He did it with, uh, with Beulah McGillicuddy when he feuded with Tommy Dreamer in ECW. James Ellsworth is the new Stevie Richards. What a, he's got a super kick too. <laughs> <laughs> no chin music. Uh, give me your low, Smitey. The burial of Baron Corbin. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's not a complete burial though. But see, I, see, I don't think it's a burial. It's not I, a I burial. think I think Corbin looked really good in that match. And I no, mean, I'm not tip, that. typical like Cena match. No, it's like, no, my thing is, you fed this momentum to Baron Corbin to feed him to Cena. But for a you, big loss. but storytelling wise, you can't have him beat Cena and go into that match with so, a loss to Baron Corbin. Like you have to kind of make Cena. I, I look thought strong. it was good. Booking but because, yeah, so because have, of what Z said. Say, so you have two more weeks to build Cena for this match, but you don't but need. He he's a, John, okay. He's he John Cena. You don't so, really need to build him. But if you're going to put him in a match before build a he story, so, so to build a story, to say okay, I'm back. I'm Superman once again. I don't. How do you think you think he's going to take the title off Styles? I don't. I hope. Hopefully not. I I don't. But I think you need to build Cena in a way where you he think looks, he might. Okay. So so, so, so beating you, you, Corbin so, so, makes sense. Okay. So and beating so, so, Corbin so, so, clean makes okay, sense. Okay. So so if and Cena it, lost to Corbin, does that make Cena look any weaker? Yes. 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 100%. Absolutely. But if Corbin puts on it's a good show and loses John to Cena. Cena, it still gives Corbin. Corbin looks you know, credible for being in yes. a main event with John Cena. Yes. yes. Yeah. John Cena has to win this match. If he loses to Corbin, then he shouldn't be facing AJ Styles. Corbin should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that is the exact way you look at it. Now, I could be speaking, uh, like, when I speak, I'm not really speaking bias. I'd give a shit less if I gave you 50 bucks this year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but there's no way you have John Cena come back from not wrestling, hasn't touched, a, hasn't touched anyone, at least on TV, to 
all of a sudden his first match being a loss. I'm sorry. And I, I wasn't saying it had to be a I clean loss. It I had to make, be a clean loss. I ha- I make the joke that it's the burial of Corbin, but I don't think it is. I, don't know, I didn't say it was a complete burial. It's it kind of a, it's not like I joke when I say burial. It's just like, for me, you gave this kid all this momentum to throw him to John Cena. But you did, but you're still not killing his momentum. So, okay, where do you go here now? He just lost to Cena. What are you going to do with him after this? I'll be you honest. You can still keep Rumble. him in that storyline with, you know, AJ and Cena going into Maybe the Royal Rumble. Maybe even cost Cena the reason that he won the right. title. Therefore setting something up possibly at Mania. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, Corbin doesn't have to worry about his a loss to John Cena. What he has to worry about is his fucking mic work. We were talking about how it was on this uptick, and maybe his hair. <laughs> yeah, his hairline is his, his hairline is what hairline? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Corbin, so I think I think LeBron James took Baron Corbin's hairline. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, okay. So Corbin spoke before going out to the match with the horseshit reporter that just I'm still surprised has a fucking job. Yeah. Um, he also had a package. That aired before so the, the Becky is, Bliss match. Hold on, uh, Becky Bliss promo. That package was shit. Everything that he said in that, I was like, oh my god, that's my low. That package and him talking is my low, complete total low. Because everything that he said, I just sat there going, so he's gonna meet the end of days, and I'm like, cool. They made him cartoony, dude. His awesome. Didn't make him but, cartoony. But well, no, it was like the that. same shit he said. There is nothing new ago. coming like, out of him. Yeah, he, he's literally be, he's he's becoming. What we hated about Ziggler, yeah. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to do the best I can. Now you're starting to get that out of Corbin because they're featuring Corbin more. I'll say the best Corbin thing doesn't that- have mic work, dude. In other words, they keep him like Strowman where he's short and simple. I see. Yeah. No, Corbin's not as fucking beastly in the ring. I'm sorry. I buy Strowman beating the shit out of people. I wouldn't buy Corbin beating the shit out of anybody except Kalisto. Corbin's problem, and if he gets buried after that, it's not because he took a loss to Cena. It's because nobody believes him. It's because the gimmick that they what put makes him more needs believable. to change. What, but what makes this character more believable than the win over John Cena? It, uh, even I'm winning not, over Cena wouldn't well, make me believe. I like Baron. I think he's he's getting better. But you know, over time, you're gonna have to see more layers to his character. Right now, he's very one dimensional, and that's fine for now. Okay, over time, and he still has plenty of time. You know. They're going to give him more things, hopefully. But I think he's fine. He shouldn't be. I don't think he's ready to be the guy yet. So as long as they're keeping him up there and making it seem like he can compete with the guys, that's elevating him for now. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he not put on a touch any title. He'll touch the IC. Why? You you think that that's by the, and I'm I'm still set. Even I I'll gladly give you the fifty bucks if I'm wrong. But right now the IC title, looking at it right now, straight up Miz and Ambrose yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. It possibly even post mania. Maybe it goes to SummerSlam. Yeah. I say right? post mania. I say post mania. You see Corbin go for the IC Championship. Maybe after SummerSlam, I'll give you that. But I'm saying I could see that going that far, especially if somehow it gets pulled off the way I think Miz might win the Rumble and then fight for that title. I, look, I know that is incredibly yeah. uh, an incredible long shot. <laughs> see, no, so I think <laughs> but the Miz that would like, be nuts. Dude. Dude. I think the two things the Miz may do if he wins, because the whole thing with Daniel Bryan, he the jump ships to Raw. Or depending if, if the championship is on a face on SmackDown, he'll go out to, to SmackDown. I don't think he goes to Raw because the whole beef with Daniel Bryan is what made him popular again. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not gonna you're not gonna go away from that. He's gonna continue to mock Daniel Bryan, oh, yeah. and he's gonna continue to get heat for it. So 
Miz is going to run for that icy belt. And because he's the heel, he will be the only heel running for that icy belt for quite a while. Corbin won't touch it. Corbin doesn't work well with anybody at all. Says it himself. It's a complete gimmick for infringement. Oh, no, for him to, no, but for him to hit a tag title, right? But he's also not going to get the fucking world title this year. I think he's going to have some matches for it. I, I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's going to get an IC push. I think any push he's going to get is going to be right for the world title. Well, no, I January first, two thousand eighteen. Well, no, not necessarily. I you'll. Well, well, about between his <laughs> Oh yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it, it's possible they could put it on Corbin for like a month or two or as, money a, as like a transition a heel. But the bank winner and then cash in there next year. Yeah, and then you still lose. But the 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 thing I'm saying is right now Corbin has been put into programs that he really doesn't have a way out of. Outside of getting over with the fans, if he doesn't get over with the fans by large heat or large cheer, he's not going to get put into any type of title. And basically, because of that, because of how he spoke on SmackDown. That's going to be his demise this year. If he, like Orlando said, does not come out of that one-dimensional character. His only demise is himself right now. And at the same time, partially because of the character they put him into. I, I'll agree this is not fully his fault. I think he's doing fine, though. Honestly, I think you guys are being a little too hard on him. He's not ready uh-huh. to be a main event guy. But they're thin on SmackDown, so he's, mm. he's an interchangeable Main event guy. And That's I'm, a good role for Yeah, him. and I'm not yeah, saying I'm not saying he's horrible. I'm not I'm not trying to uh, kind of like we were talking about the match. I'm saying that because of the situation he's in, plus the bet you have with Smitty, <laughs> which I, again, I'll, but the, I just don't see it. All of the things I said, can you really argue? And that's the not speaking of a is, not long. No, but you also can't argue that WW Creative does some he's off the wall shit. He's, he's a homegrown. He's so seeing Baron Corbin with a championship or even the world championship by the end of next year, at least for like a month. I could see it happening. I mean, it's not. He's it's 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 not like. It, it's we're not talking James Ellsworth winning. The belt. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking. Yeah. A I see Ellsworth winning a tag title this year. The first intergender what, uh, what, tag what, title. What if Ellsworth and Corbin win no titles? <laughs> oh man, I'll make a bet for Ellsworth too. And he will I, will, win. I would not. Take All right. Uh, like so, Smack. Uh, is everyone good for their lows? Oh, I had a low. Go for it. No, Kelly, you had a low. Go ahead. My low is uh, <laughs> the ant getting beat up. Just because I know her, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just on a show with her on Saturday. Oh, uh, she wrestles as Thunder Kitty, and uh, she does like an old school character. Lord, obviously, how old is she? Thirty. I don't know. Right. She just, I don't know. She just doesn't look. Like she she's looks 30, weathered. <laughs> but she, um, she's the nicest girl. But like, I've never really watched any of her match. I've been on many of shows. I was, I was literally just on a show with her on Saturday. So I saw her, I was like, wow, what's she doing there? And then I watched the match, man, she was so god all. Dude, the way she took that finisher from Carmella, just, I, I mean, dude, in the transition moved, into the I have never seen anybody move that slow in the ring, including Andre the Giant. I have never in my life seen somebody move that slow in a fucking... Like, she tried to get in the ring at one point and just hit the canvas. Yeah! Like that <laughs> she's trying to climb in, and she's like... And all I, can, all I can think is, I don't know if it's either... Either somebody knows her and is friends with her, and that's why they get they gave her that shot, or somebody saw her and was like, "It would be really funny if we threw her in." Here. <laughs> so, you know, 
Thunder Kitty, you're a sweetheart, but my God, you know, you got to be able to get your uh, hips up into the apron there. All Those, right? They're lying a little bit. <laughs> so that was uh, my low. Kelly, you have a different one? I had a low. I honestly just blinked out. All right. Uh, ratings for SmackDown. Z. Seven. Eight, five. Uh, six, five. Six? Jeez, I gave it a six, too. Holy fuck. I enjoy SmackDown this week. Yeah, that's fine. I, I still think it was better than Raw. I mean, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I gave Raw five. Yeah. Like All right, so the WWE United Kingdom Championship Tournament is about to kick off this Saturday at three PM on WWE Network. Uh, we're not advertising for it. We're just going to talk about it. Warning: We are super knowledgeable about this fucking <laughs> tournament. <laughs> so these picks are going to uh, be two made. People are. <laughs> these picks are locked, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the deal. You know that we have a championship title that's defended every month by the number of picks. So. There is a grand total of possible 16 points you can pull off. All right. There is two for e- one for each round pick. So first round is eight matches, eight, eight points. Second round, obviously four matches, four points, and then see who gets to the finals. And then two points for the winner. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16. So in other words, it's like, but the way you explained it on a group message, it seemed like an NCAA bracket. Almost. It is like an NCAA bracket. Uh, I'm fucked. <laughs> Not necessarily, because we all, to be completely honest, we don't really know these stars. You, if you go by the who you think is going to win, that and let's say you pick the winner, so that right there is one, two, three, five points, right? Because the three guys I got to look into. Is Somebody all, else do the math, but just keep track. Yeah. Let's get to the guessing. All right. <laughs> let's do it. Tyler Bate versus Tucker. All right. Hold on. Wait. Oh, I like those names. Tyler Bate Tucker. Here comes Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nigel McGuinness is, is commentary. You got to put that, that heavy English accent on there. Uh, I'm not good at accents. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Mine will turn Australian or something. <laughs> and here we have Tucker. All right. First round, first match, Tyler Bate versus Tucker. Z, who you got? Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> my whim goes on Tyler Bate. Bate. Um, I just I love that the guy's name is just Tucker. <laughs> like, like I, I want to be uh, my new work name is now just going to be fucking Sean. Lando. Just Sean goes Lando. No, just Sean. Sean. <laughs> Here comes Sean. <laughs> so for that reason, I'm picking uh, Tucker. Y'all are winning this one. All right. Callie. Bates. 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 Sorry. Uh, Joe, the champion who is not here, went with Tyler Bates as well. I went with, with my research, my in depth (laughs) research, I went with Tyler Bates. Oh. Okay. <laughs> See, they did all the homework. Only did a portion. Yeah, well, Tucker, you get ready because Sean's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you guys in that epic view between Tucker and Sean? <laughs> Best out of seven. You won't believe the fifth match between Tucker and Sean. <laughs> Loser gets a last name. <laughs> Loser loses their name. Now you're Sean Tucker. <laughs> All right. Second match is Jordan Devlin versus Danny Birch. Z. Devlin. Now, these are two guys I actually did a little bit of research on, so I'm going to go with Danny Birch here. 
Wow. Wow. Uh, Orlando. I did a little bit Since of Since Callie and Mike both seem surprised <laughs> by that, I'm going to go with Devlin. <laughs> are you sure you want to go with that one? <laughs> I don't know. What do you got, Callie? <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm changing. I'm going to go with Devlin because, like, he's, let's say it seems like he's going to be an f- odds on favor for this tournament. Ch- really? Taking this? Yeah, switching up? I'm, okay. Okay. Uh, Callie, who do you got? Devlin. Devlin. I also have Devlin. I would be pissed if I changed my own <laughs> All right. Next match. Trent Seven versus H.C. Dyer. Trent Z. Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mighty. Um, we'll go with Trent as well. All right. You can go in seven, Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Seven. Uh. I liked it so much better when he just made it off the names. <laughs> I'm also going Trent Seven. Well, I love the name Trent Seven because, like, when I started, everybody had like a, a last name that was like a, not a real word, but a first name that was. So, like, when I started, I was Chris Hybrid. <laughs> so, like, that name Trent Seven just reminds me <laughs> of like 2006. Make it sound like a rookie. So Trent Seven. All right. Uh, Wolfgang versus Tyson T-Bone. I gotta go with Tyson T-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> what expertise? Why would you pick Tyson T-Bone, Z? Good, good chicken and good steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a food reference too, but I was gonna go with Wolfgang. You going with Wolfgang? <laughs> Who are they again? Wolfgang and Tyson Wolfgang. T-Bone. Wolfgang. <laughs> Wolfgang can face Tucker in and the finals. Tyson T-Bone. <laughs> Wolfgang versus Tyson T-Bone. Tyson T-Bone. <laughs> Who comes out with these names? Yeah. They're Fuck, English. Man. I imagine if this was like... I'm <laughs> sorry, I guess going on another tangent, but I imagine <laughs> like if their parents named them these names for real, and then they're at school, and they're getting called down to the office. Excuse me. Um, can Tyson T-Bone make his way to the office? <laughs> hey yo, I went to school with a guy named Lemon Jello and Orange Jello, so that's <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it was Lamangelo and Orangelo. They were twins. So and their names were literally spelled Lemon and Orange Jello. <laughs> <laughs> what school? That might be the blackest thing I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I went. To, I went to DPS, people. Oh, so did I. I didn't go with Lemon and Orange Jello. <laughs> I went. To, I got to in high school. It's yeah, Lemon Jello. Yeah, that's my friend Lemon Jello. No, it's, it's yeah, but what's no, his real name? It was, oh, it, it was Arangelo <laughs> and Lamangelo Hawkins. So it was like, dude, you guys are twins with the name Orange and Lemon Jello. I got my ass Makes kicked, sense. but okay. So anyway, by the twins. <laughs> Twin oh, magic, did I pick? Huh? Um, <laughs> Callie, who are you picking on this? <laughs> no, no, you, we have waiting for <laughs> you. Right? Choose your own. Uh, <laughs> Research. I'm gonna go with that T-bone. T-bone. I also like steak. <laughs> <laughs> Callie, it's the goof. Oh, this is the goofiest predictions we've ever had. Oh, yeah. 100%. I told you we're super informed. Joe also picked Wolfgang. And I picked Wolfgang. I don't think me and Z are winning this at all. <laughs> <laughs> or that or we're going to be the dark horse. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark I'm, Andrews versus Dan Maloney. Uh, I'm going to go with Maloney. <laughs> I'm actually gonna Z wants to slide into DM. <laughs> Smitey. Uh, for this one, I'm gonna go with Dan Maloney too. 
because he's the one, the only third person I looked into. I'm, I'm gonna go Mark Andrews. It's the only guy that I've been on shows with. So right. Mark Andrews, <laughs> Mandrews from TNA. All right, <laughs> Andrews. Andrews. Uh, Joe also went Mandrews. I'm also going. Make sure I was right with that. Yeah, you just Andrews. Yes, Andrews. Do you guys have the exact same picks? No, I don't no. think so. All but one, probably. <laughs> yeah, bait Devon Seven Wolf. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, next match: James Drake versus Joseph Connors. James Drake. All right, ready. <laughs> I will go with Joseph Connors. Right. Like I say, the rest of this is all wild guessing. Nice. Joseph Connors. Connors. Do we have the same picks? No, I think we changed. She up was somewhere. looking over your shoulder the whole time. That's she very just wrote positive. down what you wrote down. Uh, let's see. Fucking Joseph Connors for Joe. I'm also picking former WCPW World Champion. Joseph Connors. <laughs> See, these fuckers did a reset. <laughs> oh, I totally did. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Roy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a black man's job. <laughs> right. Job squad 2000. Uh, Roy Johnson is a black guy. You racist fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can be racist just because you're black doesn't mean you can't be racist. I never See, said that. Bigotry is not exclusively white people. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pete Dunn. I had a question. Yeah. Um, who are the three black people in this? There's two. Two. Oh, there's two. Who are the two black people? Tucker and Roy Johnson. Tucker, Tucker, <laughs> my man. <laughs> right, I'll say because you can't, my nigga. <laughs> well, then hopefully I pick I pick the right one. <laughs> I'm going Roy Johnson. Yep, that's a black pick. <laughs> Orlando. Uh, Pete Dunn. All right, Pete. Kelly. Joe went with Pete Dunn as well. Look at this WWE. Vince hates black people. <coughs> and you went with him because you're dumb. Uh, I also went Pete Dunn. All right, final first round match: Saxon Huxley, which surprisingly is not a black name, uh, versus Sam Gradwell. This is a tough one, guys. <laughs> I just don't know. It's a nail biter. Huh. I'm gonna go with Sam Gradwell. Okay, Saxton Hudsley. I'm going with the White Cosby kid. <laughs> Kelly. <coughs> Let's go, Gradwell. Our wonderful Joe also went Gradwell. I'm also going Gradwell. So, now. We're supposed to pick the next round, too? Yeah. Uh, we're we're the whole thing. We're picking the whole thing. We're doing NCAA style, style bro. Somebody, have you been keeping track of what we picked? <laughs> yeah, yes, dude. Yes. Right here. Okay. That's what I do. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second round. First match. Uh, for <laughs> Z, your choices are between... Tucker and Devlin. Devlin. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, for Smitty, uh, Tyler Bate or Devlin? Devlin. Orlando, Tucker or Devlin? God damn you, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You mother tucker, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that name can only get you so far, so let's go Devlin. <laughs> All right. Callie, uh, Tyler Bate or Devlin? Hmm. I didn't choose. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have the homework. <laughs> no, I'm really torn because one's 19-year-old going pretty far, and then one's trained by uh, Finn Balor, so... Oh, trained by Finn Balor. Yeah. You don't know who's trained by Finn Balor? Jordan Devlin. Oh, that, that's what I looked into. I didn't look at who was trained by. Yeah. Well, you fucked up. <laughs> uh, There's a 30-minute special on the WWE Network about this, and you would have totally seen that because it's the only guy they truly featured, <coughs> which means he's not winning. <laughs> He'll go to the semis. He's going far. he go to the semis. Let's go, Devlin. All oh. right. Wait, uh, one second now. If yeah, man. Devlin wins this match but he's not in the match with Tucker, then what happens? Do I still get a point? You still get a, you point. Still get a point. Yeah. You oh, get a okay. point per win. Okay. So that's what... It, now, let's say it ends up being... Okay. It's, okay. It's safe for some reason Danny Birch wins that match <laughs> against gonna... Devlin. Oh, that just okay. means every point you don't get because it's it's just like brackets for... NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Final tournament. Um, fucking... I think Joe had to be between Tyler Bate and Devlin, and he went Tyler Bate. I, you know what? I'm just going to rip this fucking page out so I don't have to stop opening it. Because now is when I get it. <coughs> I went Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next match. Oops, I didn't do, need to do that. This one. So next match for Z, uh, Trent Seven versus T Bone. Seven T Bones, man. Seven T Bones. Uh, it's like a Ponderosa right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take seven. All right. You, Smitey, between Seven and Wolfgang. Wolfgang. <laughs> All right. What? As I said, I'm taking shots in the dark besides the three of them. Hey, man. <laughs> Z and me are doing the same thing. Seven and T-Bone, Orlando. Oh, man. Uh, let's go Let's go seven. All right. Uh, Callie. Seven. Okay. She has her own fucking picks. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not our unit. And also, Joe picks seven. I also pick seven. All right. Match number three. Z. It is between Drake, <laughs> Dan Maloney, and James Drake, and you're picking James Drake. Uh, Smitey, you are picking between Dan Maloney and Joseph Connors. I will Connors. Uh, Orlando, you are picking between. Mark Andrews and Joseph Connors. Oh, man. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> a real slobber night. Uh, Mandrews and Jay Con. I'm going to write out Mark Andrews for one more round. <laughs> Again, that's the only guy I know. All right. Callie, you are picking between Mark Andrews and Joseph Connors. Connors. Our one and only champ... Is picking Andrews. 
I am picking. Who am I picking? Connors. All right. Match number four. Done. Okay, man. I, I like it. You are like, you know what you did. You're you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pete Dunn. Smitey, you are picking between Roy Johnson, because for some reason you picked him, and one black guy's going to advance. Saxon Huxley. Saxon Huxley. Mm-hmm. That okay. was like black guy versus black guy, kind of. But it's white guy versus black guy. Mm. Uh, Orlando, you are picking the white Huxtable. between <laughs> the white Huxtable, Saxon Huxley, and Pete Dunn. Uh, Pete Dunn. I'm going to go with Dunn as well. All right. Joe, the sexy bitch that he is, also picks Dunn. And he was picking between Pete Dunn and Sam Gadwell. Uh, Sam Gradwell, I apologize. <clears throat> I am picking Sam Gradwell. I thought about doing that too. All right. Now, to get to the finals, semifinals match. All right. Between Devlin and Seven. Seven. Uh, Smitey, Devlin and Wolf. Devlin. <laughs> uh, Orlando, Devlin and Seven. Uh, Devlin's that Finn Balor kid. Mm-hmm. Seven, he's got the cool name. <laughs> oh, I love how he literally is picking Let's back. Go, this, this is how I've been doing it. Let's go Seven. Seven as well. All right. Callie was picking between Devlin and Seven. Uh, Joe is picking between um, <clears throat> tr- uh, Taylor Bate, Tyler Bate, whatever his name is. Yeah, Bate, Bate, yeah, Tyler Bate and Seven, and he is picking Seven. I am picking between Devlin and Seven, and I'm also choosing Seven. Uh, match two. James Drake. Okay. Thank you. You're making this easier on me. Uh, Smitey, Joseph Connors versus Saxon Huxley. Connor. <laughs> All right. Orlando, Mark Andrews versus Pete Dunn. All right. No, they're not going to do cruiserweight because they just did the cruiserweight classic. So he's done. So I'm going done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Connors. Callie's going Connors. Uh, Joe is picking between Mark Andrews and Pete Dunn, and he chose Andrews. I am picking between Joseph Connors and Sam Gradwell, and I chose Gradwell. All right. James Finals. Dr- James Ma- Drake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I need you. Calm the fuck down. Shh. All right. No. Okay. Uh, finals match to decide the United Kingdom, the official first ever WWE United Kingdom champion and Z picks James Drake. Malfoy himself. Uh, Devlin or Connors? Connors. Orlando. <laughs> Seven or done? 
man. You sound like one of those bad actors. Like, oh man, um, I don't know what to do. You sound like Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> that name is 2006, so I think it's gonna end here. So it's also done. So we're going done. Callie, seven or Connor? Uh, seven. Uh, Joe, if I'm not mistaken, is picking seven over Andrews. I am picking Trent seven over Sam Gradwell. Um, exactly why I picked my James Drake pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's dark horse pick to go all the way. I should have rode Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> you homo. Well, you're the only one that has done. So you still yeah, have yeah, a done. You, yeah, and I uh, think all of us have different. Nope. Me, Joe, and Callie have seven. Oh. <laughs> you have Connors. Their homework. <laughs> <laughs> you have Connors. The fuckers that did their homework. Uh, <laughs> done for Orlando and Drake for Z. Now hold on. Let's let's be very honest. There is a lot of people picking Done on the interwebs. Sweet. That's is, why you don't pick him. Right. Oh, uh, well. But there's also a lot of pickle. Pi- pi- pickle. There's also a lot of people picking Trent. You also won't. Well, actually, there's a also a lot of people pickle. talking about Connors as well. And though. Connors being a former champion in Which makes him the perfect first round upset. <laughs> You're just fighting for yourself here, huh? Uh, the, the bottom line is there is a lot of names being thrown around. There's nothing set for this. Tournament is so anybody throwing nothing. the name Tucker around? <laughs> uh, no, or Roy Johnson. No one throws black people around. That's racist. <laughs> that's really fucking. What about uh, Timmy T Bone? Yeah, chicken T Bone, chicken steak. I like chicken fried steak. That shit's good with the T Bone. Basically, it's breaded steak. I don't know why they have to say chicken fried steak. They could just call it breaded steak. Country fried. A black guy invented it. Wow, that, I just, I was I schooled on racism right now. <laughs> that did, no, that's not, that's so 1970s. <laughs> Black lives matter. Black opinions matter too, damn yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean we have to listen. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us this week. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully Dave Meltzer calls in and lets us know why he rents six stars because we feel that we're the better podcast than the one that he's normally on. And we also feel that he's full of shit for picking six stars for that match. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11 was a good show. I, we are going to give it ratings next week. Uh, Raw obviously sucked compared to SmackDown. Definitely should drop in the ratings again. Oh, you know what? Did I get my low for Raw? No. no. Oh, my low for Raw was Stephanie McMahon and the whole performance evaluation. Was so fucking stupid. Mm. Oh, it's just fucking dumb. Um, so that's it for us. Make sure you check us out on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash BDRcast. Hit us up on Twitter at BDRcast. We are here live every Wednesday from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on podcastdetroit.com and Studio 3. You can also check out our SoundCloud and listen to all old episodes. You can even do some old school uh, searching for us on iTunes and you'll find us there. Uh, we are the Ring Crew. Z, Smitty. Also, check me out at, oh. live, at Live Pro Wrestling in Fremont, Ohio this Saturday. Uh, look it up because I don't know how to give you any information. It, it, when are, are you ever going to bring the belt in? Uh, at some point. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> bullshit. This is bullshit. You're supposed to bring it to him. It's sitting on my piano right now. You have a piano? It's classy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you haven't He's seen got a title belt, too. Yeah. No. Yes. He has a title belt and a piano. <laughs> what? Together, you can play. The, you can play the guitar as well. Together. Well, yeah, I know that. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm a piano man. <laughs> He's a penis. He's a penist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a penist. <laughs> so, yes. Orlando. Uh, next little thing. And, of course, Mikey, also known as Endo Amorphe. Oh, Endo Amorphe. I never say. Oh, Endo Amorphe. And we are 